The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Malinlabecigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true puro, 100% organic, Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! 12 covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. How are you? Welcome into the Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherpin, the book map brought the Bostonian. This is take two because it didn't fire the first time. So the first time it didn't go. So you get number two of this. So we already did this for like 25 seconds and now we're doing it again. Live on YouTube, live on Twitter. Yes, we're live now at Boston versus confirmed. the book. <laughs> confirmed. Replayed on Sirius XM channel 159 live on Sports Grid television. Sorry, Dave, I didn't hit the right button. It did not fire, but we are live. Get a little doctor thing today. All good? Doctor. Yeah, doctor's all good. Now we're live for sure. Told the <laughs> chat, fire up the YouTube, and then nothing happened. Yep. So listen, sometimes you fire blanks. That's what we did, but we're ready to go. We're At my age, I'm happy when I fire blanks. Believe me, <laughs> all of us are. We got enough things going on. We don't need no more of that. But yes, uh, late night last night. That game lasted forever, but the Steelers won. That was fun. We'll get to all of that. Um, everything else is good. I, I before we get started, I, I was going to wear this if the Steelers lost. This is the yeah. I'm coming around on that thing. You know. The colors are nice. I'm coming and, around and, on the and, wacko. And he ain't bad, but I'm coming around on it. I, I shouldn't like it, but I, I kind of do. We don't have to worry about wearing it. We're not wearing it today. We're not wearing it. We're not, Is that easier to wear it. than a Ravens hat for you? Can you put a Browns hat on and not have like singeing feeling versus a Ravens? Well, the Ravens are good. That one, that one hurts. I'm not the the, the Browns. I mean, we'll get into it with the unfortunate injury and all that other stuff, but. It's the colors, like I, I think the colors. The elf guy is actually kind of cool. I kind of dig. Yeah, him. I kind of dig. Him. I'm struggling. I, I, I hated it when it first came out. I yeah. thought it was a joke. What'd you I think of know. the colors of the uniforms last night? All white. The stormtrooper Browns. They took away yeah, the was, Browns. That, that was the Browns waving the white flag. 
It was appropriate. Oh, I like what you did there. I like what you did there. <laughs> that was them coming out and saying we can't play offense. We don't know what we're do- we don't know what we're doing. Wave the white flag. That's what yeah. that that's what that was last night for the Cleveland yeah. Browns. I mean, my gosh, this. I mean, what happened last night was the Steelers' defense is what happened last night. I mean, absolute domination. Two wow. defensive touchdowns. Could T.J. Watt have a better career than J.J.? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, JJ Watts, a Hall of Famer, is a three-time defensive MV, defensive, you know, uh, player of the year in the NFL. And at 28 years old, TJ Watt just set the all-time sack record for the Steelers. Why was that so low? Does that seem like it's a low number? All time. They had so many guys that did it. There wasn't ever really one guy that got yeah. all the sacks, you know? So He's going to put that number like up on a shelf. Oh, like, it's going to no be. No one's going to get I don't, for right. like a, dec- a decade or two. It's so much fun too, because like Steelers always built on defense, right? Mm-hmm. For years, steel curtain back in the day when I was a little kid. And it's always been the constant. And now DJ Watt is that guy. He is, it, you know, the ball bounces on the ground, pops into his hands, right. and he goes and scores. First career touchdown, surprising. Was awesome. That was mm. just great. And then, I don't know. There's a lot of things they got to work out. I'm not ready to put the Steelers like to, to win the division. I mean, Kenny was getting hit a lot. That left side of the offensive line got to start blocking somebody. Otherwise, he might be a bit banged up today. He was. Gripping you think that, he was gripping that left shoulder a lot? Ooh, he got hit in the chin a couple times. He kept getting up though. I keep saying it all the time. One of the prerequisites for being a successful NFL quarterback is your ability to get hit hard and keep getting up and be in there and willing to take that hit. 100% he is. Why don't they throw Pickens the ball a little bit more? I mean, that that, that would be nice if if they threw him the ball. That was to, that to the house play was fantastic. They were firing fire Canada, fire Canada. <laughs> In the stance. Oh. And Matt Canada is in real trouble in Pittsburgh. I look, I bet a prop last night. I had Najee Harris over 13 and a half rushing attempts. He had two in the first half. He finished the game with 10. Mm. I know the other kid is electric and he pops. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. He's an incredible player. Yep. But in a game in which it's a one score margin, one way or the other, and Kenny Pickett's getting drilled. Do you think you might want to try to run the ball a little more? Do you think you want to tell the big guys fire off the ball and let Najee go for four four yards? And I know he's a plodding type of back, but if you go for four, four, and four, it's a first down every time. I four, don't four and four is twelve. That's good with the math. Very. I good. don't understand why they weren't committing to the run, and it was all about the big play pass last night for Matt Canada. It's weird because. They've gone through these iterations of like bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen, and then like, you know, run it straight up the middle. And everybody's an expert, especially in Pittsburgh. Everybody's watching a game saying they got a fire Canada. I could call plays better than him. Some people might be able to, you know, the the offensive coordinator at Thomas Jefferson High School might be able to actually be better. That's It's possible. But it all starts with the offensive line. I feel like watching a game. He's not confident in his offensive line, which either run blocking or pass blocking. Like, 
it, it's it's quick get rid of the ball, quick get rid of the ball. Everything they did that like it, it consistently was just two steps, three steps, drop, throw it. I don't know why they don't give them the ball more. I, Do you I have believe no in rhythm? Oh, absolutely. Rhythm in life. Okay. So and I'm, I, I do. I agree with rhythm. So one, why aren't you getting the ball early in the game into Pickens' hands? You talk about bubble screens, right? Bubble screens, slants. Get them going. Get them with the ball in his hands. Make him feel like he's part of the offense. Make him feel like he's part of the game. Didn't do that. Secondly, two carries for Najee Harris. A running back of his size, he needs to get into a rhythm. He needs to get going. The offensive yeah. line needs to get going, firing yeah. off the ball. And I know the Browns have a very good defense. I know their defensive line is really difficult to move, but they gave up on it so fast. So quick. It was just like, eject, eject. We can't run the ball. Oh, no. Oh, no. Get out. And it was, let's put Kenny back there. And then Kenny got tattooed over and over again. And I'm going, you know what could slow down? How about a screen pass? How about, you know, a draw? How about do something that's going to slow down this pass rush to help these guys out a little bit? And Matt Kenner's like, no, fall, throw a bomb. No, throw, throw it deep. I mean, the team, they threw the pass to Farmuth and the place went, went crazy. It was like, oh my gosh, you found the tight end. Amazing, Matt. Way to go. You call a play for our best catching pass catching tight end. I don't understand it. If, if I'm a Steeler fan, I... I'm very concerned because the defense is absolutely elite, even though Micah uh, Fitzpatrick got hurt last night. So we'll yeah, see what that, yeah. what that situation happens with him. He went to a hospital for an undisclosed reason. He was let go last night after a couple of hours, but that's never good when you have to go to the hospital. So we'll see what Fitzpatrick looks like. But overall, I mean, that's two big injuries. If he's out, that's two big injuries. That's Cam and that's Mika both out. But overall, that steel defense is nasty. Raymaker Lou in the chat. Good to see you, sir. He just said a 13-year-old playing Madden could come up with a better <laughs> offensive game plan. <laughs> this is the feeling all over the place there. They said, I saw a tweet last night from Permani Brothers that said, we are not opening uh, a new location in Canada because Canada stinks. I'm like, wow, this is they're besmirching the whole country because the guy got the same last name. There got to be a lot of, like, you feel like with a lead, the Steelers are going to be very tough to beat. They have to score points. That means dictating the offense. They feel so reactive. And like you said, any sort of game plan gets thrown out the window. They got a pick six to start the game. Seven, nothing. Let's Run it down their throats. Let's keep the ball longer. Let's keep the defense off the field. Frustrating as hell, but I mean, it's still a W. I'll take a W. That was good. It is. Yeah. And on the other side of the ball, Nick Chubb is gone for the year. Everyone's oh. comparing him to, 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 to the McGahee injury, saying this is a career-changing injury that he may never play in the NFL ever again. Oh. And this did is why running back. Did you see it live? No, I did not see it live. I saw it recorded. I saw it enough times with enough different angles to know it was recorded. It right. was nasty. I guess there was an angle inside the stadium that I, I retweeted that. That was not shown on TV. Dear but goodness gracious. Did they, so you saw that? I saw the stadium. Yeah, I saw the, what they showed inside the stadium when everybody went, oh. That's, you, you, that's the immediate reaction to that. Uh, yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, he's done live. I was actually, I was on sports grid and then, you know, they didn't show it again. So I knew it was bad. 
But like I, I said it to somebody last night, he came back from this once before. Mm. How does he come back from it again? I, 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 I can't stand seeing those injuries. And this is know, why they want to get paid. I mean, this is why running backs, Saquon Barkley could be gone for many, many weeks. We know Nick Chubb is probably gone. I mean, these are two of the top five running backs in the game yep. that I've been, got hurt in week two. And this is why running backs are like, look it, we need to get taken care of. But there's like two sides to the coin. Like I get the point of like, I want the insurance, but the teams are going, this is why we're not paying you. Because if we pay you big money, you get hurt in week two. What do we do? I can't replace you. I can't build my offense around Nick Chubb and pay you, you know, 20 million or whatever it is. And then you're gone and you get hurt. It's not your fault. It's not, but it's not our fault either. If we don't want to invest in the position because of how tough the position is to stay healthy. Yeah. Oh, Sebastian Anthony said he threw up watching it live in Australia. Like it was, it was one of those ones where you go, okay. And yes, you're right. It gives the teams the fuel to say that. But man, those guys literally career over one play. Every one of them all. Oh, yeah, but it's, but it's, 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 backs. I don't know. Like they should build like an insurance plan into it or something like the NFL should come up with some type of way of like, I don't, I don't know if you have a running back and the running back gets hurt for the year that somehow you get like a, a salary exemption that you can go ahead and add a player or pay for or trade for somebody. You can go over the cap by a certain percentage to get your running backs paid. So they're compensated properly for the risk that they are taking. And then the team's willing to, go ahead and invest in it because if the injury happens, they're not, you know, done. I mean, it's, there's different backs and teams find ways to replace running backs all the time. Right. But it's hard when you build your offense, like the Browns are going to run the football with Nick Chubb. The giants are going to run the ball with Saquon Barkley and, or throw the ball to Saquon Barkley. Him not being there this week is going to be catastrophic for their offense. I mean, it was a bad offense anyway. <laughs> now yeah. no Saquon. Well, they just, they just, I just, uh, I got ESPN on over on the screen beside me. Dable said, not ruling out Saquon. He's a fast healer. Okay, maybe, but like, like I heard this morning on the way to the doctor, three to four weeks he's going to be out. It and looked now that way. Well, now, I mean, he's, he got, now he's saying he's a fast healer and yeah. he's going to play on Thursday? Toradol's a great thing. Here's the needle, kids. Get the hell out of here. No way. I agree. Or maybe would it's playing take possum. A shot? I would not 100. I would no chance would I take a shot to go play if I was a running back in the NFL. <sighs> no chance. I wouldn't do it. Did a lot well, of dumb things in my 20s. I don't it's know. It's a lot of money. And it's you want to play. I understand somebody's Paychecks, ready to take your yeah. job, but that's for life. You don't I think that way, though. something. Yeah, but you can't. If you're if you were thinking about the rest of your life, you're not playing in the NFL. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I mean you love football, but football is a dangerous, dangerous sport where one hit can end the, the life right. that you know can end yeah. it. So you can't think about those things. Pro athletes aren't thinking about, you know, them at 65, 70 years old. They just want to play and I they guess. want to win. And so they're going to, I mean, I think players want to be on the field and they want to, and they'll take shots. All, I mean, what I, I don't know at 46, no, at 26, I don't know, maybe, I, 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 maybe I, I want to play so badly and I want to make sure I have a job and make sure that I can keep my spot on the roster and, but Saquon safe. So if I was Saquon Barkley, probably not, I would say, wait a minute, 
it looks like a high ankle sprain, which doesn't take a week to heal. <laughs> like it takes right. time right. for you to come back healthy. So I, I'm so torn on it because I am on both sides. I, I'm, I'm very wishy-washy on this. I 100% understand why running backs will point to the Nick Chubb injury and say, that's why I need to be paid. Because one basically meaningless run, some dude comes in and dives at my knee and goodbye. Thing literally bent like a Lego. Like it, it, it wasn't your, your knees not supposed to go that direction. Nothing was supposed to look like that. <laughs> Nothing. It was and the on the other side. Like, and, I, and on the GM, I'm going. That's why I'm not paying you because someone could come in and make turn your leg into an L. And I'm supposed to compensate you for that. I'm supposed to pay you while you're on you're on rehab, and I've got all this money left. I mean, all your you know your guaranteed money kicks in the second that you are on the opening day roster. It doesn't work. I can't do it. So if you're in the book, do we give those bets back? No, no. DK gave them back on Chubb. Automatic. He had 10 carries for 67 yards. Automatic. Yep. Automatic. Oh, he didn't get there. You all can have it back. It's so dumb. We've conditioned so many carries for 67 yards. And guess what? Total was 82 and a half. You lose. FanDuel didn't do it. And people were irate. FanDuel didn't give people their money back. And people were going to FanDuel on social media saying, pay me my money back. Give me my money back. Nick Chubb got hurt. This is the problem. Yeah, this is the problem. When one book does it, and a book that had done it in the past decides, well, like you said, he had 10 carries for 60 plus yards. What the, I'm going to give you your money back? No. It was halftime when he went down. It was, I mean. Right. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving you your money back. It's ridiculous. And so FanDuel says we're keeping the money. DraftKings says we're not. And then all FanDuel customers get all pissed off. And the next time, guess what's going to happen? FanDuel's going to do it because they're going to feel like, uh uh-oh, customers are upset because you've conditioned your customer to believe they're going to get their money back for injury. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's what we talked about before. It's a bad precedent. Wow. Gambling. It's not betting. It's just, it's part of it. Injuries are part of it. I mean, if he gets hurt on the opening kickoff, okay, maybe there's something like once in a while I could sign up for that. Guy played almost half the game. Right. Wow. I didn't know that there was that big. So yeah, I, I'm guessing more books did not last night with that than did because yeah. he played almost the first half. Like I just saw only, I just saw the FanDuel DraftKings differential between the two because people were going after FanDuel for not doing it because DraftKings did it right away. Like DraftKings, bam, like not even like it was he was hurt. He got carted off. They started playing again and DraftKings tweeted it out saying we're refunding all the bets. It's ironic that that's the way that split went after I saw that story. I read that story. I tweeted you with Fandle with the kicking props. Every team would kick a field goal. They paid $20 million out for that prop. Like paid it out willingly and then just decide, all right, we're not doing the refunds now. It's it, it, it's hard to. Yeah, the business, it's a business decision that they're making. <laughs> like, hey, you guys just clipped us for $20 million. We got to recoup this a little bit. <laughs> we need to I figure guess. out how we can make our money back. Speaking of getting your money back, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll how? Put this, I'll put the L fat on for this one. It, this, this, this guy signed the biggest contract at the time in NFL yeah. history. And that's the play you're going to get? Do you feel like he is beyond stressed, like in his spot? He feels the pressure 
it feels like every play, and I don't mean pressure from the defensive line, the throws, he hit the guy holding the stick yesterday on the sideline. He hit the, holding the first down marker. It was so far off, the poor guy was holding it like this. He got, you know, bashed in the head with a with an out pattern that the, the guy wasn't close to. I feel like he's off. He's pushing officials. He's barking a lot. I don't know, man. This is – I don't feel good right now with him as the quarterback as my team. Would you? Absolutely not. It's almost like you wonder if you gave him the option and said, Deshaun, you give the money back. Go to, go to a different team. You'll make good money, but give this contract back and leave Cleveland. You almost feel like, would he do it? Would he say yes? Because that's I don't, know the, if, I don't know if Cleveland's the problem, but it is the contract. It's a lot of, I mean, he, he the obligation to is meet the enormous. level of that contract is. And everywhere he goes. I mean, everywhere. think about think about this. Every step he makes, everyone knows your disgusting behavior. Everyone knows that you are just a nasty human. And what you did to other people was just absolutely, you defiled people. You just wronged them. I mean, we don't know how many women he got involved with, but it was over, it was like 20, 30, 40 women that he did this with. And everyone knows that. Like, I don't know how you walk out and start showing your face on national TV like that. I mean, his brain must be so far disconnected. Like there was a video that I, I retweeted of Matt Campbell, Iowa State's head coach at halftime. An Iowa State fan yelled at him, Campbell, you're on the hot seat. I wanted to ask you about that. Do those like that look like a high school feel like them just walking up that ramp? Is that is, is you're saying the quiet part out loud? <laughs> you have that close of access to those Hell people? yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at Jack Rice, it was even worse. Game. When I was there, it was even worse. They've at least, they've added a bunch of different things to Jack Rice Stadium. They've made it much more of like a, a looking. But when I was there, yes, that's legitimate. Like they would, you know, in high school, they get together in the end zone and they all run out together. Yes. <laughs> Iowa State, that's Iowa State's intro. I mean, that guy was literally an inch yes. away from him chirping in his ear yes. right yep. there. And he went at him. He turned around and went at him. So what that tells me is that Matt, Can Matt Campbell is concerned. He's really worried about what's going on. He knows he's teetering on the brink and somebody went ahead and poked him. I really wonder about Deshaun Watson. How much is he teetering on the brink where oh. every time... Something's oh. gone wrong. When does he snap? When does he have that moment when he goes after a fan or whatever? Or does he just take it and take it and take it over and over again? Because you can't go back and change that. No. Like he did this over the course of years. And that's that's the lesson that I tell the kids all the time. It's really hard to stay good. It's easy to go bad. One wrong decision. You know, you can mess up a lot of further points in your life. If this At was home, once, you'll be though, fine. I think people could deal with Deshaun Watson if it was once. It wasn't well, yeah, once. This is this it was a, a serial. So, like he, everyone knows that your your freak nature, like you, the thing that really makes you like a weird human being, and we all are weird in some level. But this is a different type of. This is like an illegal thing that you are doing, right? Everyone knows what you did. Everyone knows in graphic detail. Very graphic detail. Did you read that? That was that was uncomfortable, beyond uncomfortable all of to it. read. I mean, I, I did too. Yeah, all of it. I mean, step by step. I mean, each case or multiple cases. It was one big case, then it was second case, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and the stories all line up. He did this consistently. 
Now, in his eye, in his defense, his eyes, he was like, they, it was all consensual. And whether it was or was not, it's nasty. And uh. you're out there with the biggest contract at the time in NFL history. And that was probably a mistake by Cleveland up to this point. It was a mistake. And he is vastly underperforming, not just to the contract. We're talking about should he be starting in the NFL? I think he has the benefit of the doubt right now in Cleveland. Still won't hear that. Yeah, I think so at home, but on the road, it's going to be brutal. I mean, it's going to be brutal. What you're going to hear. I saw the video of him like meditating with a, with with a a help. Yeah. Guru next to him. Yeah. Like, and he was just sitting there with his eyes closed. And I was thinking that looks pretty comfortable one, but what could he possibly be thinking? Because Brown's Pittsburgh is brutal. I mean, that's a brutal, that's a, you know, and the fans don't hold nothing back. So you could probably hear a lot. By the way, Whitrock just reminded us that wasn't a Jack Trice, Matt. It was at Ohio. Oh, that was the Ohio game. Okay. That's, thank you. Well, that's what Iowa that's State what fan. Said. Wait, there was an Iowa State fan in Athens, Ohio? That's what and Matt said. Campbell went, on, went at him. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That did look like a high school stadium. But Jack Trice does look like that. Like you can literally walk that close to the – when you're walking to – When they walk to and from the locker room, you're yeah. literally right there. Now, granted, I have not been to Jack Trice Stadium since I left in 2011. So I've not been there for 10 years. But when I was there, yes, that's exactly what it was. Yes, I know they built up that end, that side of the end zone. So other Iowa State fans who have been to Jack Trice recently could tell me, but that's how they enter from one side of the end zone, the, the football facility, they would walk and you had clear access. Like they would walk right by you on a chain link fence. <laughs> like you it there. ever occur to you to say anything to a player ever? Like I'd be fired like that. I would be as a college player. I lose my job. Rightfully so. No, but even like as a fan, when I was in college, college like, I, I mean, that, that's different. So like college football, we would never do that in Massachusetts because it's not big enough. Like we're not emotionally involved like that. Patriot players heard it left and right, but they were paid oh, professionals. And right. like, that's just how it's a pro sports pro football town, not a college football town, but no, it never would occur to me to say anything negative to maybe to a coach. If I was a diehard fan or something, but Never do a college kid. I just I remember I was when I, mean, I was a little kid when I started going to games with my dad, and then we'd go to Penguin games. Like when I was five years old, I'm shot in between periods and all that stuff. And I remember I'll never forget the Penguins had a defenseman named Greg Hotham, and the Penguins were bad. And a guy yelled, "Hey Hotham, hit him with your purse next time." And I was like, "Dad, why did he say that to him?" And he's like, "David, they'll say whatever they want at these games. Just let them go." Because I was like, that didn't even make sense. And that was mean. You know, I was five. No, no. I I just, I'll never forget it. And then ever since, I've seen people just bark and bark and yip and yip and say stuff. Like, you go to a minor league baseball game sometimes, sit in the outfield. People say stuff, the craziest stuff to these players. And it's like. They think the barrier. Yeah, they think that that barrier between the playing service and the field and the crowd is a safety barrier that they they will never cross. So you're able, I pay, I buy my ticket. I can say whatever I want. I've never really subscribed to that idea. <laughs> I I look at some people sometimes doing it and I'm like, you, are you, I, I want to say something to them. Like, yeah. Their stop. answer is I buy, I've asked people that before. Like what gives you, what, what's the answer? Their answer always is I pay for my ticket. I can do what I want. I paid to get in here. 
my seat. I can do what I want. They're out there to entertain me. Dance. Wow. I agree. I'm like, whoa. Jeez. Okay. I mean, but that's that's why American sports, and we talked about this off the air, but you know, a guy, a 30-year ticket holder for the Patriots was killed in the crowd at Foxborough because a dolphin fan punched him twice in the face. He fell backwards, hit his head, never woke up. Father, husband, ticket holder. Going to games is not fun right now. Some sports but football games in particular right. are not, it's, it's not good. It's really uh, bad for I, the NFL. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad look. You're right. It's a, and the fight videos are out there all over the place. It's disgusting. It's terrible. People be better. And then the quick thing to do anymore is to hold your phone up and video it instead of just getting involved because you can't get involved and you want to no. get involved and like break it up. And just stop it from yeah, escalating. Then you get stabbed. You're gonna get. I was gonna say. Then you're gonna get hurt. So you hesitate yeah. to do that. It's easier to stay home and watch a game, you know, on TV or on your phone than get. And it shouldn't be that way. Like mm-hmm. I love going to baseball games, love going to basketball games, and love, love, love going to hockey games. Hopefully that'll never change. But I'm really. I mean, the Steelers are coming to, to Vegas this weekend. Like, and I've been asked multiple times, "Are you gonna go?" I don't know if I'm in a hurry to go. Especially as a road team, as a road fan. There's going to be, it's going to be 80-20 Steeler fans in that building on Sunday. 80-20. They're coming. I'm telling you. They're already here. 80-20. 80-20. Wait until you see. It's going to be Raiders are one and one. First time ever. An excuse for people from Pittsburgh or who have Pittsburgh roots that live anywhere within five hours of here to come see a Steeler game. I drove Jess and the kids when they were babies to San Diego to go see him play the Chargers because it was one time every four years. I forgot that this is the first time. First time ever. This would be the third. This would be the fourth game for the Patriots. In Vegas. How do they keep getting on the I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is it's the like they're in the division. This year, this is the fourth time the Patriots will play here in Vegas this year. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I forgot it was the first time for Pittsburgh to play here. Oh, yeah, right. It will be 80 20. Yeah. It'll be crazy. Oh, T- ticket prices might be really tough. They're absurd Raider, right now. Are they? Yeah. Because Raider fans are probably going, all right, let's take advantage of the Steeler fans coming in. Let's go ahead and <laughs> want my tickets. Fine. 5X face value. Come on in. You want them? Buy them. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Panthers had an unreal backdoor cover last night. Oh. If you had the Saints oh. minus three and a half, I, I'm sorry. That was, that's one of those <laughs> you're watching, holding, you're going, come on, come on, come on. And then they score a touchdown and you're like, okay, they can't get a two point conversion. And then Bryce Young makes a really good play, rolls out and somehow finds Adam Thielen. Miracle p- push for me at plus three. Like that was just miracle. Same game teaser cashes, but. I don't know. I, I I like Carolina. I see flashes of Carolina, but I'm a, I'm a little, I'm concerned about their weapons. They don't have a big play weapon. When, when did a question start? Is it Frank? Right. Fair. Like, Cause it was an Indy and now, it was, you're, you know, yeah. right. And now, all right, we got the tools. It's the first year. Okay. Bryce young. Is it me? Or does he really look small? He I'm is small. He's tiny. I, Yes, he's Ooh. tiny, but he's a much better passer than Kyler Murray. Oh, no, I, I agree. I, so like, the difference no, is Kyler Murray throw. is little and he runs, so he's getting hit by linebackers. Bryce is going to sit in the pocket 
and throw. And he has always been this size. So he knows how to find the passing lanes. Even with the big guys, he knows where to throw the football and he's on time so often that even at his size, I, I still think Bryce Young's going to be a very good pro quarterback. <laughs> JPC to fourth. He just put in the chat. This is why I love the show. Thank you guys for being here. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. I look down and it says Reich is a dumb dumb. Just like I mean, that. It's hard to argue at the moment. If I'm a Colt fan, I'm going, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> like, like that's, what, that's what I'm doing. I, 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 you're laughing at it, right? You're like, yep, this is why you're gone. Because the offense looks very similar. It's not very explosive. They don't have big plays. But How is it, good is the Saints defense? Well, there's the question, right? How good are the Saints defensively? Because they look darn good. I think I heard yesterday, can't confirm, someone in the chat might be able to, but in between switching the games, and then once I got locked in on the Steeler game, I stopped watching it, and I saw right. the score, and I thought it was done, and then it wasn't. I went back and watched it. I'm like, oh, just when you had, you know, victory snatched by the, the jaws of defeat, like I, whatever that saying is, they just, <laughs> uh, it was so bad. 20 games in a row, they've allowed 20 points or less. Yeah. That's no joke. Nope. It's really impressive. Are they ever going to make it easy and be able to score points? Like, I mean, can well, we... I mean, look, the offense is going to get Kamara back. So, okay. So, I mean, they're going to get one of their big players back, which is going to be significant. So it's not going to be, you know, he, I think that's a big moment when you, when you get him back. But I also think as Derek Carr gets more comfortable, and as he starts to develop with the receivers and some rapport and whatnot, I mean, they look like the grown-up team in the division. Everybody else looks like they're trying to find their way. And the Saints look like they're put together. Like they may actually have something to do this year. Right. And you can see the Panthers. You can see how they're going to develop as the year goes. The Falcons still have to figure out what's happening with Ritter. And, you know, but they got B. John Robinson. They I think the Falcons. Figure out. He's the quarterback. Who? Ritter? Yeah. No, but I mean, is he going to be good? Like, I know he's the quarterback, but can he play? You have Bijan, who's unbelievable. They still can't get the ball to Kyle Pitts enough, which is bizarre. Drake London's taken a step backwards in the first two weeks. He's going to get the football more, but they've got weapons on that offense. They're going to run the ball and play defense. I just don't know how good that Falcon defense really is. That's that's a concern. And then the Bucks are kind of the enigma here at 2-0. Like, could they be good? Great, great question in the chat from uh, our one of our Iowa guys, Whitrock. Who had three NFC South teams at two and zero to start the season? It's a great, it's a great point. I mean, I bet the under on the Bucks. So what do I know? So I mean, I, I thought I thought the Bucks would be bad. We're not out of the woods there yet. Relax. That that's that's a good start. Right. I figured them at best one and one right now. Two and zero. Surprising. It's going to be tough. Maybe to get under six. Or six and a half, I think, was the total. That's what I bet. So, yep. Um, yeah. Well, Baker's played, and they haven't turned the ball over. They won the turnover battle both times they played. The Mike Evans has looked good. No doubt. Beginning of the season. Yeah. Beginning of so, the season. Are you ready to give the Falcons the division, or is it no. still the Saints? Stage? I like the Saints at the moment. I still think the Panthers are going to have something to say about it, though. Right. I, I like I, I think the Panthers come like week seven or eight. I expect them to get hot. And as long as they're healthy and Bryce Young continues to develop. I mean, of the rookie quarterbacks in terms of how they have looked, Anthony Richardson's looked very good, but he's hurt. 
So yep. I don't know what's going to happen with his concussion issue going forward. And Bryce Young's look great. I mean, TJ Stroud, I know Houston fans are I jumping up bad. and down. They, they, they can't protect him. I mean, it, no, I mean, trouble. it's like CJ Stroud looks better than Bryce Young. I don't think so. And I think also he put up yards and points when they were down 31, 10. So, okay. You're putting up, that's why for like a fantasy standpoint, I have a bunch of, I have tank Dell. I have Nico Collins. I've got a bunch of guys on my fantasy. I can't team. believe you're a fantasy guy. Now I'm year. not. They gave me a free entry a fantasy into, into a high stakes fantasy. Yes. They gave me yeah. a free entry into a high stakes fantasy league. So, and I'm Owen two, by the way. So this FYI. So my, my consistency of sucking the draft the team for you. Damn it. Yeah, no. So like I'm getting I'm getting it's fine. I, I know I'm bad and I'm gonna, you know, it's it's fun to do it. But I was right. I left 75 points on my bench this week. That's why I lost. Oh so, no, so, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I lost. I, 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 I mean it was really bad. Like you just I I I screwed There's up. Nothing and, more aggravated. That's reason number 85 million why I'm glad I don't do fantasy no more. Bench points. Yep. Look bench down your like, I lost I lost week one by two points and I left 20 points on the bench. I lost week two by 10 points and I lost 70. I left 75 <laughs> points on the bench. So to give you an idea of like how, where I am on fantasy, that's where I am on fantasy. I drafted pretty well. Don't know who to roster. Don't know who to play. It was, it was all bad. I played Lamar in week one. He did nothing. And Bryce Purdy went off. I benched Lamar in week two. I played Bryce Purdy. He did nothing. Lamar went off. So give you an idea of how I am when it comes to my ability with fantasy. So just, yeah, I'm not a good fantasy. I'm, I'm very, very, very bad at fantasy, but I think we'll have, so I think there's going to be something to be said if you're looking at the Texans, they're going to be down and right. CJ Stroud, I think will put up more yards than Bryce young will, but okay. I think Bryce young will be in football games. I don't think the Texans will be in football games. Uh, I mean, listen, the Colts got to play Baltimore this week at Baltimore. <laughs> and probably it's Garner Minshew. Most likely they're already right. He's probably not going to play. They're already eight point dogs. Carolina's got to go to Seattle. Yeah. And, and, and you know, they're Seattle's playing six. And Houston's got to go to Jacksonville. They're laying Jacksonville's laying eight and a half, nine. Oh man, it's not a good week for quarterbacks that may or may not be playing. Hurt rookies. Mm. This is this is a tough spot. Man, all my, do you see the tweet that I put out about FM radio dying? I did. <laughs> all my radio. I'm like I'm being like called like the Benedict Arnold or former radio people. They're all mad at me. They're all coming to my DMs at me saying. They're, are they they're all pissed off yeah i mean i get it it's people's livelihoods like i left it so they're all coming at you right now while we're doing the show yeah Yeah, because they're seeing my tweet and so if you guys missed it espn is giving up their espn radio fm stick in new york it was 12 million dollars a year and they're just letting it go to focus on am and and their apps yeah and uh and i've said this is what's going to happen across the entire country that am radio will stick around but fm radio line of sight Broadcasting is going to die in the next 10 years. And everyone's this like, This portion of the show brought to you by Audio <laughs> Professor Peralt. Yes. It's just funny because people are getting, I did, I'm just, I just got another DM from somebody who was like, I disagree with you. You know, you, you know how it is, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I do, but I also know where the industry is going, guys. And it's not good for you with the cost of running an FM stick and the ESBN decision to abandon radio is not good for the industry. They were the, at least from a sports talk perspective, them and Fox Sports are the two big boys, and one of one but of them. Did you ever listen to sports talk on FM? 
Yes, you did. 100%. 98.5, the sports hub and WEI. Okay. Huge. When they went it's to always FM, AM for me. Oh, no. When they went to FM, because I was, I was in the business. I mean, when we went to F, any FM stick in the late, like two, from 2010 to 2017, anybody who went FM first won in a market. If you were the first that's sports fine. talks, sports, so you were the okay. first sports talk station to get the FM stick cleared in a, in a quasi major top 50 market. You became the number one station in the, in the market. Hmm. EEI was late getting their FM stick. 98.5 came in. They didn't think it was a legitimate problem. 98.5 right. stick is still more powerful than EEIs in Boston. And 98.5 has literally quintupled the ratings for the better part of a decade. Because it's on FM. Well, there's a variety of reasons, but that was the first big reason. Yeah, they became the home of the Patriots. Patriots got really good. Their talent was better. There's a lot of reasons why, but the right. stick, how far it went, how far the coverage went and the sound of the station was a huge component hmm. to why. I mean, 93.7 in, in, in Pittsburgh, the fan, that wins, right? That's number one. Yeah, but I never, it was 93.7 was top 40 when I was there. Like right. it, 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 when I, I never did the transition to the you stayed on AM radio. Anyone that I listened to, well, then I got XM. Okay, well, there you go. And I was done. Right. I was done. I, um, I listened to AM radio. I used which to my listen point. to it in the car. <laughs> right, which is my point. Now right. I just listen to music. Yep. So I. Do you still listen to FM radio music? Yeah, DJ Thump every yeah. morning. Every single morning. <laughs> yes. We'll play that on Friday. We'll play on it. Friday. <laughs> Talk to DJ Thump. Uh, Bengals, quote, hard to say. If Joe, Joe Burrow will play in week three line hard is to say <laughs> that's what they said. It's hard to say. Is that, Whether, is that a line now on the injury report? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> will will Joe Burrow play coach? Hard to say. <laughs> is that a no? No, it's hard to say. Uh, uh, I, I I don't know. We'll see how it, how it all goes. We'll see how it develops. Hard to say is like when they ask you to speak Italian, when you don't speak Italian, <laughs> you're going to try to come up with something, you know, hard to say. I hard can to tell say. you. Yeah. He ain't playing. The line says he will not. Yeah, Joe Burrow's that's not playing. That's what that's it. The line was six and a half or seven. Now it's two. What do you think? You yeah, think right. he's gonna play? <laughs> he ain't playing. That ain't so. hard to say. <laughs> well, yeah, the line makers are clearly saying that Joe Burrow's not playing in week three, but I mean he was limping. I wouldn't play him. I, I would get him as much rest as I can right now to make sure that thing is right because it doesn't look right. Team's not playing well. It's just the backup situation is bad. Like we discussed yesterday, there really isn't. They did not do a great job of preparing for this injury. I mean, they play Tennessee next week on Browning. Yeah, Browning. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah, maybe get them ready for the for the game on Thursday. But Westgate literally just put up the following week, um, just now. Since he at Tennessee. Cincy at Tennessee is a pick. Give me a lot of Bengal fans there. They have to win the game against the Rams Monday night, right? They they have to win that game. I think they feel like they can do it without Joe Burrow. Jake Browning, you get him ready for a whole week? Run the ball? Play defense? It's the Rams? We're playing long game if we're the Bengals. If you push him to play to just win this game against Rams and he gets hurt for eight weeks or the season, you can't live with yourself after that. It's done. I think you rest him. 
If he's not 100%, you rest him, which that's what this is. That's what the bad guys are saying. They, they bet him. They took every plus you could possibly get with the Rams because they're like, he ain't playing. Now, we saw it last year, right? Was that last mm-hmm. year with the Herbert thing? When yes. he wasn't going right. to play? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> right. They didn't even let him warm up. And then he came Played. out, and they're like, wait hey, a second. He's playing. playing. Right. It that started at six and a half, went all the way down to two, one and a half, and went all the way back up. Um, oh, This is something we got to keep an eye on. The first 100%. time we see a move from two to six. He's playing. Bam, he's playing. Right. So if you were, and I asked this question to the brigade, if you were going to come on BVB, what animal would you dress up as? Because that is Travis Hunter of the of the Colorado Buffaloes. Is that a giraffe? It's a giraffe. That's a giraffe. He's taking questions on his Twitch channel about how he's doing, dressed up as a giraffe. I love kids. What would you? What would? What would be your animal? What would be your go-to animal? Um, one year we dressed up. For Halloween, we we always did the family costume. Oh no, I hate those. Oh gosh. Oh, every year we oh, do it. No. Every year we've oh, been no. we've been Toy Story. Those. We've been. I was Gru, and <laughs> and they were minions. We, we have I have some classics. When I write the book, I posted them every uh, Halloween. I was a monkey, and the kids <laughs> we we had a barrel of monkeys, and I was the monkey, and the kids were bananas. The monkey costume was pretty good. I think I'd be a monkey. <laughs> or a lion mm, like the lion li- a good lion costume because i'm a leo okay a lion from the movie the whiz give me one of them nice lines a big mane because i ain't got no hair so i get a nice big mane of hair <laughs> with a nice long furry tail somebody I I would go with that. The, what would you do somebody said they'd be oscar the grouch with a clv can which that was awesome <laughs> I I could do that, but Ernie was my favorite Sesame Street character, so I would want to be Ernie. Okay, Ernie yeah. and Bert. Like I, me and you could dress up as Ernie and Bert. I that used to love Bert and Ernie until the political people got going with it, and I was like, "Wait, oh, you ruined doing? it! You ruined, ruined it!" Bert and Ernie was the best thing about it Sesame was. Street. It was that he ruined it. Was the whole thing. Was, and then you then you like you totally changed. It. They made it political, and I was like, "Well, that's not fair." <laughs> It's like you yeah. just ruined Bert and Ernie for me. I like, love Bert. The hell, they're yeah. phenomenal. I, what would you be? And we we're talking about Muppets. My animal. favorite Muppet is Animal. I I, I absolutely loved. Animal. Oh, the drummer. Hell yeah. Oh animal, yeah. animal was my favorite. I loved Animal. And then Fozzie lo- the Bear was. I love Fozzie was good. Yeah. Swedish Chef was just making me laugh oh, always. Just, I loved. I loved him to death. I would dress up probably if I. I mean, I like Animal. If, what, if we're doing, animal a, I'm an Aries, so you could do the Ram and just do horns. You can do that. Okay. But I like elephants. I, I I would do an elephant if I was dressing up in a onesie. If I was doing a a onesie like Travis Hunter, I'm doing an elephant onesie. Got yeah. big ears. You know, <laughs> it'd be fun. <laughs> we dressed up as candy bars one year. I made candy my parents. Were, my parents were living with us. I made grandma and grandpa got a costume, and everybody got to pick their candy. Oh, what'd you pick? What, what would you pick if you got to pick a candy bar? Crackle. 
Uh, how are we going to find a crackle? Why you got to be so complicated? Like, well, how, you, see, you, you me, just aggravated you? about like, I got to tell the, doc, the doctor said you got to keep your blood pressure down. I said, talk to Perone every day. He raises it every day. What do you want to be? Candy bar. You don't say like Hershey's. Why you don't can, say wait, Reese's. You ask me crackle. what is crackle a candy bar? God, so I'm technically. Damn I mean, it. It is. You're right. So, I mean, but you like, asked me where am I going to get a crackle? <laughs> I don't know where. Where are you getting any of these? I mean, it's like it's crackle it's a difficult we thing got to a find. Snickers, we got M and M's, Skittles. We did three Musketeers, Milky Way. They would, they had them all. I I can only imagine trying to find a crackle outfit now. Man, we should do you like the Her- do you like the Hershey's minis? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about holidays, I love the Hershey minis. They're always in the house. It's, it's, it's a must thing in my in my existence. In the houses I live in, a bowl of the Hershey minis are a must. If it, there's somebody put Twix, J. Dalbets put Twix. Somebody was a Twix. That's right. Oh. What candy bar would you be at chat if you had to dress up in <laughs> Halloween? What candy bar would you be? Not God, one person. You've been talking crackle. to Madeline. Why are we doing that? I mean, this is my this is Madeline. Madeline well, wants Halloween's to coming right up. now. It's September 19th. It's not coming up. It's a it's six weeks away. I know, like, but those stores are popping up all I know. Every weekend Constance. she's like, when are we decorating? When are we decorating? When are we decorating? I'm like, I'm not getting another letter from the HOA because we decorated too fast. Like it's just we gotta wait till 30 days out, then we can decorate. <laughs> Why do they send those letters to? Oh, they You're are, being I, too festive. What is wrong with you people that send this knock amen. on my door, send me a letter? Yep. 30 HOA comes in and says, Hey, you can't do it 30 days out, you gotta take it down. They actually last time they physically took it down for me. <laughs> I had I had really? lights. Yeah, I had lights because I had I have this LED strip that goes yeah. around the, the courtyard. Yeah. It was orange. They physically removed it and they said, you can't, you can't do this. Yeah, they rolled it up and they stuck it in on my front porch and said, You can't do this yet. It's like you son of a man, I'm not happy man. with them at all. Anyways, uh Colorado, Colorado State was the most watched college football game in the history of ESPN. That's amazing. In that time slot, for real? History of ESPN. Because everybody came home from the bars and watched it. They were glued to it. It's a 10 o'clock Eastern start. 10 o'clock p.m. 9.3 million viewers was the peak. Most watched game in the history of ESPN. It really is. It's something else. That's like, wow. Who said Zagnut? Crunchy oh. Beaver said Zagnut. What is Zagnut? You don't know what a Zagnut bar is? No. What's oh. a Zagnut bar? We'll never find that costume. What's a Zagnut bar? Stevie Mac, Baby Ruth, Twix. All I can't the way. do Baby Ruth because I think Baby Ruth. What movie was that where they threw it in the pool? <laughs> I can't. I, I can't do Baby Ruth. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. <laughs> I, I just it ruined. I just, I just. I can't eat that thing anymore. It's, it's totally unappetizing at all. <laughs> Whenever I see Baby Ruth, I'm like, I can't eat that. You ruined uh, that. Um, are they going to do this again? Like, like, are they going to put a high profile game in a 10 o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Pacific time no. slot? No, Pac 12 After Dark always does well, but Pac 12 After Dark with Dion is electric. <laughs> I mean, you so, see how many sunglasses he sold just on that day? Told you, $1.2 million in a week. I mean, they, I, they've crushed it. I just, he's a marketing genius. He is, but they're 21 point dogs this week. Well, here's a question to our friend Todd Furman post yep. as to what, and you get Mr. Bookmaker Colorado yep. has been a problem. Final scores compared to closing numbers. 
TCU was plus 21. The spread differential was 24 points because they won the game. Nebraska was two and a half. They won the game by uh, spread differential was 19 and a half. They won mm-hmm. the game by three touchdowns. And then they were 23 point favorites against Colorado state. And they won the game in overtime by six. What, what's the problem here? Why have the bookmakers struggled so mightily in three games to make a number on Colorado? Because you can only read so much like, you know, we had Phil Steele on before the season. Phil does a great job. And a lot of people do a great job of seeing transfers in, returning starters, schedule, strength, blah, 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 blah. Then you make a number. When that number is caca at the beginning, how do you pivot off of that number? Well, now you're pivoting off of that number. Admitting that it's completely wrong, you can't. This is the, the guys in the room, a lot of times, you know, are have the same egos as everybody else, and your livelihood depends on your ratings and your views. So you don't want to say, well, everything I had spent a month researching and reading is completely wrong. I'm going to make it this. That's where I used to, I, we had a couple guys too, like me in a room, be like, we missed something. Uh, that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. I changed everything. What are you talking about? The market says this. The market's wrong. It takes a lot to veer off the market. So Furman and I were texting on Saturday about this, amongst other things. Could this number be wrong? Yes. Is this too high? It damn well could be. Yes. Yes. We're going to find out this week. We're going to find out because I don't know how good Oregon is. I know they got a very talented roster. I told you what I made the total. 70. It's a it's a a speed limit in a rural place. <laughs> That's what I used to I I say I 80 in Nebraska west of Lincoln. 75. Yeah, let it go. <laughs> yeah. You know, let you can put the gas down. They let you go that fast. That's what the total is. If Colorado can score, they ain't stopping Oregon. This is a shootout back and forth. Now, without Hunter Hunter being out, this is bad, right? And and Futech was on. We've talked about it. The depth is the issue. They got a good starting group of guys. They got all Americans at the spots, and their offensive line was very good the first couple games. Little leaky um, last game. You know, Shadur got hit a bunch. We'll see, because Oregon's coming. They're gonna they're gonna come after them. They're gonna score. Yeah, there's only two bets I'm looking at. I'm I'm staying away from the line. I think I'm either going to bet Oregon team total over or I'm going to bet the under in the game. Only two things I'm looking at. Wow. I'm worried. I'm worried that the the, 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 the line makers have it completely off. Like they're going to be way wrong again. Like either Oregon wins 50 to three. That could be the case too. Or it's a 40 to 40 game. And it looks like TCU. I grew up in Pittsburgh. Sup, John? I grew up in Pittsburgh. He said, he said wonder where Dave grew up. Oh, I didn't grow yes. up in Chicago. Yeah. Um, which way would you lean more? Being wrong that the Oregon is it's the blowout or being wrong that this is going to be a bit more competitive than that 21-point spread would indicate? Which would be more surprising? 
or or which way would it be wrong? I mean, if it falls 24 to 17, 17 to 24, then the number was pretty good. Yes, I agree. You know, if we stay within seven points either way of the number, that's that's I mean, given the way the Buffaloes have played, the, the first your first point is right that it would be anywhere from a 14 to 24 point victory. Yeah. And they stay competitive and the number was right and it's right there. And you maybe Oregon covers, maybe Oregon scores late to cover or something like that. But they've been so wrong with this number. I just wonder, is it a 30 to 30 game and it's a last second field goal for Oregon? Or is it a complete and total deep pantsing of Colorado and all the bloom comes off the road? I love I love that word you use, depancing. It just um, if you hear me giggle, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with yeah. you because you don't really hear that too often. Right. Um, Oregon was what six and a half. It closed at Texas Tech. That game finished in the th- high thirties for both teams. Right. Similar type game. Maybe. I, d- I don't know if Colorado, my number for Colorado is 24. I don't know if they can score 24 points because I don't think, I mean, I would, I would be surprised if Oregon can hang 60 on Colorado. I mean, maybe they can, but it would have to take a lot of turnovers and maybe the Buffaloes, this is where there's tape now. Cause the thing that everyone's forgetting is that in game one, TCU was flying completely blind. Blind. No, everybody was. Lines, no odds makers, everybody. There's fans. no preseason football in college. Nothing. We don't know about the roster. We don't know about practice, but practice is not a game. And so we watch it and we went, oh my gosh, they look unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Then Nebraska comes in and Nebraska is just, I mean, it's a speed bump. It's not a, it's not a real test for any team that has talent or speed because Nebraska has got neither. So we didn't learn a lot from Colorado. Then they go up against a rivalry with a team that's motivated and passionate. And they've got two NFL wide receivers and they had to go to overtime at home. Well, now they're going up against one of the perennial college football powers and on the road without on the road at one of the most difficult places to play in the country. In Eugene with a veteran quarterback. Now, Jay Dow just came in and said he's not crazy about laying 21 with Bo Nix. Oh, I do. I, I'm okay with that. We've seen Bo Nix's numbers the last eight, nine games. Pretty good, right? Don't forget, look at what Bo Nix did in the second half of last year. I'm with you on the idea because people think that Bo Nix at Auburn is the same Bo Nix at even his first player. year. His first year at Oregon, he wasn't that good. He was sort of, he was up and down. Is he 30 years old yet? He basically feels that way, right? It, it, he's been in college forever. But the last half of last year, Oregon's offense went boom. Like, right. It, he, Bo Nick started putting up numbers. It's why he was a top 10 Heisman Trophy candidate to start the year. Just because of what they expect out of the offense with Bo Nix, who is very experienced, <laughs> running it. So that's my, it's a tough number. I mean, DraftKings opened at 14 and a half. What did they see? Was that a guess? Was that a thought? Uh, let's see. Because 1230 game in Oregon, 21, 71 and a half. Guys in the chat, put your final score in the chat. I see a couple of people did it before. It just gave me the idea. Onler put it in there. So it gave me the idea. Put your final score this game in the chat right now. <laughs> Curious. I think we'll get more overs than unders. What is, can you see this? <laughs> What is that? It's Mikey Austin putting me into, into a, a, a gummy bear costume. <laughs> gummy bears. 
That'd be a good one. That's too. That's too good. That's what I mean. I I I got pictures of me in the in this. I was the Snickers. Uh, I think Jess was Reese's. We had peanut M and M's. We had Nestle Crunch, Milky Way, and Baby Ruth. I think. Wow, oh boy. Bo Nix is only twenty three. Only. 23 only? years old. It does feel like he's 30. Only? You, you put an only. He's only 23. He's in college. He's only 23. There are. Walk, walk, I, 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 uh, I, let me see. Let's count it. How many quarterbacks in the NFL are under 23? Top of my head, I got three <laughs> that are under 23. Well, yeah, they, they, they didn't play 17 <laughs> years of college football. So, like, I can't use the word only 23 in a college quarterback conversation. That's it's 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 tough on that. Look at this 4117, 3531, that's as high as I'll go. It's 42. I'll bet over. All right. Let's see. Let's see how your lines making skills. Hi, JJ. Good morning. JJ just popped in the chat. What's up? He's rolling in the uh in the contest. He's picking games really oh, good right now. He's he really? watching the show. Good. Hit the like button. He's probably drinking coffee, petting his dog right now. There we go. JJ is. Let's see. Um 371, 372. We Our team's uh, out right now. Really? Uh, I'm gonna check. On right Tuesday? Now. We're gonna see. It, well, there might be one or two books that are actually booking the games that have them out. Uh no. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're gonna wait and see what the what the total closes at or closer to kickoff for the total closing. Cause I think they it's know that 71. I mean, it's just it's 42 and uh 38. No, 42 and 28. Okay. 70. If you give me you, you are you, are you giving me a to, is it going to be 42 21 42 and a half and the team total is 42 can I get 41 and a half mm. 40 give me team total of 40 I bet over what, seven touchdowns up that's 49 it's 49 touchdowns. Yeah, six I think six touchdowns yeah they're scoring six times wow Dgen 4tw said Oregon 48 and a half. 46 and a half juiced under 125 for, of course, see bookmakers. The, yeah. Of course you put it right in the number that gives you the stop sign that you got to go. Do I want a bit over? Do I want seven touchdowns? Six? Yes. Seven. I stop and think he has it up on Fandle right now. Thanks. He, he's still the best producer. Love this kid. How much Between him and him and will, we got a hell of a team here. Hell man. Um, Oregon 48 and a half. Colorado 24 and a half on FanDuel right now. 48 and a half. 48 and a half, P. Ralt. Yeah, and that's going to be a tough. Damn, son. That's a tough bet to make. Over. Just bet the over then. The game. Yeah. I think the Buffaloes will move the ball. It sucks this is in the same window as Alabama Ole Miss. Told you Lane would do it. <laughs> I told you you would do it. He's already doing it. Lane Kiffin is awesome. Uh-huh. I love Lane Kiffin. 
Yesterday at his press conference, he doubled down on his accusations that defensive coordinator Kevin Steele is not calling plays for Alabama defensively. What's the angle? He has to know Kevin Steele, and he must know this is pissing him off to no end. And I'm gonna rally, and I'm gonna, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle that cage as much as possible because unprompted yesterday, Nick Saban came out and was really upset about it, right. and was say on this other thing I hear floating around out there. I'm sure you've seen the same reports that I have. Is that Kevin Steele is the defense coordinator? He has all the defensive coordinator responsibilities. The only thing we tried to improve from him from an admin standpoint was game day administration of getting the signals in quicker. All right. So that was the only thing we worked on as a staff and the whole staff made a contribution to it. And I think it was a lot better in this game than it was in the Texas game. That was not a question to Nick Saban about Kevin Steele. That was unprompted a Nick Saban answer. To Lane Kiffin, putting it out there that Kevin Steele is not actually calling plays for Alabama. I don't know what the hell's going on down there. He knows exactly what to do. Lane is the best. This is he's awesome. I love this dude. He's Loki. He knows how to just make everything hell and get under everyone's skin. He know he's just a professional disruptor. It's great for I, I love this week when Alabama's leaking oil, and here comes Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Even if they lose by 30, he feels like he won because he got Nick's goat. Line six and a half, seven. 394. Hold on, let's see. Seven. Solid. Jalen Milrose, the quarterback, opened up a six and a half. It's to seven now. That was the first move, was up to seven. Total is 57. This is kind of my ceiling for I might bet this over because I don't want this to go up anymore. It's getting close to my to my top. I can't wait to see who the first to move is off seven. Okay, up or wait. down? It has to go up. Up it has to go up. Just a pro fade on the on the square dog. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. They're going to come in droves. I mean, they're going to line up the Brinks trucks and say, come in bed Alabama if we get six and a half or less. Wow. They're waiting to bet it. They're waiting to bet it. I think. So you got to sit there at seven and take the money. Well, they took it six and a half. So they did take it already to get to seven. So, well, anyone that had six and a half, I just, I just clicked a couple openers were seven and a few books that I looked at that didn't even bother with the six and a half. The problem is like you get on that number though, you get afraid to move off of it. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow, I would just, I, I'd be off Mondays and Tuesdays forever. I was off Mondays and Tuesdays for a decade at least. I'd go on Wednesday and say, hey, anybody want to move the Alabama line? See what happens. Let's go to seven and a half, see who takes it. Because you could do it on Wednesday. The limit's open Thursday. So you could do it, you know, move around. Um, I don't know. Let's ask the chat. We've got a hell of a group in here right now. Bama minus seven, Old Miss plus seven. Who are you taking? Who are you, you're taking Old Miss. Yeah. With Jalen so. Milrow? With Jalen Milrow, I'm taking Ole Miss. 100 percent Yes, I'm taking I'm taking Ole Miss. I want to know what happened in them behind them closed doors. Where he what, just sat on that sideline. It just was like I think I told you. I think they I, said you're not playing. We're gonna try the other guys out. If they don't take your job, you're the guy. They didn't take his job, you're the guy. I mean, he's going to play with that all practice all week. When I told you so, you shouldn't have done that in the first place. Probably so. 
Doesn't always work with Saban, though. Right? <laughs> Nick doesn't really play that game of, like, I knew better than you did, coach. Bama, Bama wins and covers. Now we got Bama, then we got Old Miss, Old Miss money line, Old Miss, Old Miss. Whoa! This is going to be fun. I can't wait. It's an unbelievable game. Huge game. <laughs> awesome game. Because the butt clenching going on in Tuscaloosa will be as will be will be like pin tight. That will be a squeeze of squeeze. Your man TJ got to come on the show if they lose. I mean, he's got to come <laughs> on the show. We got to come on. I got to ask him how he's doing. He got to come on the show if they lose. Fair. And ask that TJ on. Say, listen, what's it like to not be relevant with Alabama football oh. in September? <laughs> like, I just need to know because P. Rolt remembers. P. Rolt was there working. I do. He'll blame me. <laughs> so, so, well, are they blaming you for everything? Hey, you're to blame for so might, many people, for so it, many things. It'll be, it'll be my fault. It'll be my fault that I'm, you know, Bama's yeah. bad. Okay. It's because you were talking about Bama and you, I, t- I, I mean, I just, he won't say it. Like it's killing him that he won't say you were right. <laughs> like he just, he just won't say for Alabama. <laughs> I told you going in, he's like, this is ridiculous. Not happen. I was like, they're going to lose two or three games. No, they're not. Eh, now they might lose. They might lose four now. I mean, I'm I'm serious. Like, this is this is not good. This is this is when this is like when you're watching those net those National Greek Geographic shows, and like the back of the pack, the big old buffalo is 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 leaking oil. He's he's he's, he's kind of like he's at least lumbering. You know, he's lumbering. He's not getting along. But he used to be the king of the pack. You know, he just doesn't look right. And the hyenas come and take them from behind and take them right down. And they just maul the thing. They're going to maul everyone in the SEC. That's an injured animal. That elephant is in trouble. Yep. That is big. Al is in trouble. And the jackals are coming for the throat. No one's going to take it easy on them. LSU, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Mississippi state, all of them. A and M. A and M. That's on the road, right? So. Good luck, Alabama. Uh-huh. One, you know what's crazy? Their offensive line looks bad for the first time in like forever. Right. Bama's offensive line looks bad. Right. They can't run the football on they South Florida. Yeah. yeah. This so is a problem. You got road trips at Mississippi State and at Texas A and M. I mean, you got to be able to beat. The, the the Bulldogs in Starkville. I mean, my gosh. But if you lose to Ole Miss and you're two and two heading mm. to Mississippi State, you'll win that game. But then you're going to AM. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's really bad because you start a stretch of at AM, Arkansas at home, Tennessee at home, oh. LSU at home. You could lose. I mean, you could have three losses going up against LSU. And then you have the Iron Bowl on the road. Kentucky, Chattanooga are probably W's, but then the Iron Bowl. Anybody who has a top 10 team, like a, even a borderline top 10 team, is going to be in the game with Alabama. Bear tweeted at me this morning, uh, and I responded with, with this, but he said it. There's a lot of teams in college football right now that are in it. The playoff is as wide open as it's been in years. Agree or disagree? 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, the guy on Pat's show today had had Ohio State as the number one team in the country. And I almost jumped through my screen. 
Really? And it, like, he's trying to make a point for it, but like, I've never seen the guy before. He gets called, goes by the general on Pat's show, but oh. he does a top five, but I, I think he played at Ohio state or something, but like having the Buckeyes number, I was like, was that what? Was that Bobby Carpenter? It might've been. Yeah. It might've been Bobby Carpenter, which Ohio is too state. Buckeye. Yeah. It would make sense. So yeah. fine. Then, there you go. But I don't like Ohio state's in the conversation, I guess. I think I still think Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten, but you have three teams in the Big Ten in the conversation. You have USC and Oregon who are in the conversation. You've got Washington. Washington. I don't really. I can't get my head around Washington being a a playoff contender. No, I can't. But boy, I I mean, I do. I'm. I'm, I admit, I am. I have a blind spot for them. So fine. Three teams are contenders out of the Pac-12. Texas. Oh. Is, is 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 there okay florida state is there is oklahoma there for you not yet they got to beat texas if they beat texas they're there 100 beat texas and you're there i don't think i think texas beats them uh and then you've got the sec you know whoever georgia and then whomever else whoever else right i mean it's probably just going to be georgia given the way the conference is going and, and frankly i told you this on saturday i think there's a real chance that the sec gets left out of the playoffs that's such a huge dog. It is, but I'm just, I'm just telling you, I think Georgia's going to get beaten by somebody that it's like a, oh my gosh, type of upset. Like, I can't believe they lost to so-and-so. That's you're, a vulnerable. You're going to have to turn in your SEC card. They're not going to, they're not going to like to hear this. That's fine. I mean, I, I called it going into the year. I thought that Ohio state would be down. I thought the SEC would be down. It's just not a great year for the conference, right? You can't consistently graduate NFL quarterbacks and not have a lull at some point. Right. Like, and then just, you have, a, you know, what happened to Alabama happened to them. The kid that they thought was going to be there went to a different school. Right. With, to a right. Who left, and uh, they couldn't find games. anybody else to transfer in. And, yeah. you know, Sam Hartman goes to Notre Dame. And I didn't mention the Irish. The Irish are there. We'll talk to them right now. I mean, they beat Ohio State this week. Oh, they're they're in the conversation. They're in, they're in it now. They're in the conversation now. They with beat Ohio loss. State. They lose this game. Uh, they have to no. win those other two hard ones. They got if Clemson. the Irish lose this weekend, they're out of the conversation. Oh, they, they can still do it with one loss because they'll beat two other good teams. Right? They have Clemson and they have um, yeah. But the Clemson loss might be nothing. Clemson win. What if Clemson beats Florida State this week? They're not going to. Clemson's a, it's a one point. I know two point spread. I, I I'm just not buying Clemson. I just I'm not. The Irish. Um, can they lose this game? And no, they can't lose this game. Even they beat USC, they can't. This is the game. They got Clemson. They could win if Clemson Clemson wins this game. Not even ranked. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just not in. I'm not into Clemson and me. Or I'm 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 dead on Clemson. I I don't think they're very good. I think Florida State's gonna. (laughs) I I, I probably bet Florida State this weekend, even though they're at home. Uh, Crunchy Beaver It's a big source of our super chats Guys, if you want to leave a super chat for bonus time Do that right now Yeah, too, it's coming we get to it um, But he just said, Matt, lay off the special gummy bears Why? I mean, for with what? The SEC talk or, or the, the SEC talk I'm telling Okay, let's go through this for a second, okay Georgia is a two-time national champion In yes. the modern AP era We've never had a three-time national champion Okay. It's never okay. happened. All right. Beck is a question mark at best at quarterback. 
That's for sure. We watched a lot of that game. I kept going, when's he going to do something? I don't know. He's a question mark at best. At best, he's a question mark, okay? They can't get the ball to Bauer the way they need to. Their running game is okay. This is against South Carolina's defense, which is not that great, by the way. Right. And South Carolina was able to move the ball on Georgia's right. defense. Right. So mm. <clears throat> I'm just not I'm not in love with Georgia. I think Georgia's going to get tripped up by somebody in the regular season, and then there'll be a one-loss team. And I think you could potentially have a bunch of four, you know, it could have four undefeated teams. If Michigan runs the table, if Notre Dame runs the table, if Florida state runs the table and say USC runs the table, those are all conference champions who are undefeated. Georgia will be a conference champion with one loss. They're going to leave out the S wild. Oh man. I think it's a hundred percent possible given which wide open. I completely agree. If the SEC is not the SEC that we are coming to used to being seen. And we're watching the Big Ten and we're like, what's the best conference in college football? Okay, it's the Big Ten. What's the Pac-12? I mean, <laughs> they have the best quarterbacks. We know that. The best quarterbacks play in the Pac-12. Pac-12 was pretty good right I mean, now. Like Bo they, Nicks, they we got get, the most ranked teams. They got a lot of things happening. I, I mean, to, let's, let's talk about, you know, in terms of who gets drafted. I mean, they're going to have more quarterbacks drafted than the SEC will in this coming draft. Right. It's stupid. I mean, the, you know, the quarterbacks to get, to get drafted, USC's quarterback will get drafted. Oregon's quarterback will get drafted. Oregon state's quarterback will get drafted. Uh, Washington's quarterback will get drafted. <laughs> I mean, they've like, got, yeah, I they've got good NFL quarterbacks playing in the conference right now, more than the SEC does at the moment. Guys in the chat, girls in the chat. Ohio state, Notre Dame, who you got? It's Tuesday. We're not holding anybody. Anything we will get to, you know, it'll be, Probably the picks and the plays will come on roll call Friday. Which we what's do the Irish's fight song of our fight? What go Irish? Let's just go Irish. What are we gonna do that? Oh, I'm all in. And I, I'm all, I Notre Dame. Let's go. Irish win. Uh, Game day going there. Hail to the no, nah, that's, that's Michigan. What's the what's the fight what's, song for Notre Dame? What's the fight called? It's so annoying. Touchdown Jesus. Touchdown Jesus. I don't know. Notre Dame Hartman. for sure. Notre Hart Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Hartman is going to go off on Saturday. You think? Hail. That's not Notre Dame. What's the, what's the fight song for Notre Dame? Why can't I think of the fight song for Notre Dame? I don't want to think of it. <laughs> it's like the lesser of the two evils. I'm going to be rooting for Notre Dame. Hell yeah. Let's go. McCord is going to get booed. He's not Milrow bad. But like this idea that Ohio State, like their defense and everything, all their number. I mean, they played nobody. They struggled with Indiana on the road. They're going back to that state and they're taking on a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> and what they've can seen. They, can they both lose? Can they both lose? <laughs> just, can they both lose? <laughs> the stadium just like implode and fall to the, oh, into the ground oh. with both of them in there? <laughs> Not one person said Ohio State. Oh, it's because of the quarterback. This is what we talked about this in August. I said this God. college football. There are numerous powers that have a quarterback problem. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson. Yes. There's all these teams we talked about saying they've got quarterback questions in times that we haven't seen before. Yeah. USC, no problem. Texas, yeah. no problem. You got good quarterbacks playing in on oh. traditional power teams. But if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a team. Bama doesn't have a quarterback. Georgia, eh, 
We'll see if the kid is, if Beck's any good, but you're the line. I don't think McCord's, I think he's good, but he's not national championship, Ohio state, CJ Stroud type. Good. Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Oh gosh. That's boring. That's, that's not fun. That's yeah. but, but yes, I, I like the Irish. You, you mentioned it. Florida state's minus two. You agree with this? But you think you think it should be higher? I do. I don't. Okay. It's like that. Clemson's like that animal cockroach. in the corner. It just it's that animal in the <laughs> corner. I just don't die. know if I want to go over there. It's like you know what it's like. What? It's like a damn dog you got over there. Oh, a tiny dog. <laughs> you put that dog in that room and don't want to be in that room, or put it in the corner, and you go to pet it, and it just rips off your hand. Like tries I'm cautious. To. Can't really, but well, tries to, but yeah. I mean, we Duke put up 28 points. I know. Duke's Duke held Clemson to seven. This is Florida State. This is Jordan Travis. This is speed, 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 speed everywhere. Yeah. I don't think Clemson scores. Oh. I don't think oh. they score. I think Florida Wait. State wins the game by B- 14 C- points. BC, BC put up um, all them points. In BC against yeah, Florida it was State. a look ahead. They weren't paying attention. They it were was a look ahead, complete look ahead. They overlooked it entirely. They didn't pay attention. It wasn't even. I've seen it before. They go up there, knowing the stadium is dead. No one gives a fuck. It's a, it's 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 bizarre. If you are a Florida State, if you are a Florida State person, when you go up there, I felt it before. When I've gone home, I went home. When I was living at home, I went to a Boston College Notre Dame game, and I thought it was going to be fun. I was like, let's go. looking around. I was like. This sucks. Like, there's no energy. This is not fun. Really? Like, oh, it was awful. It was like, I was so excited to watch a college football game in my, where I was. Yeah. Like I was living in Boston. Like, let's go. I just spent right. 12 damn years covering college football around the country. Right. Notre Dame top 10 team. Co- it was awful. <laughs> it was boring as hell. Really? There's no atmosphere. There's no, no pageantry. There's nothing. That stadium sucks. The crowd sucks. <laughs> I mean, they're all pro sports fans. They're all looking at the Red Sox score. They're all looking at the, uh, the Patriot game tomorrow. Oh. Like they're there just oh. because they're supposed to be seen as Boston college oh. people. And my uncle was a big Boston college guy in the BC club and all the things I've gone through all of it. My dad's a BC law graduate. Like I know Boston college really well. No, <laughs> like no, I've been there. So I know why Florida State, they got off the bus and they're like, why the fuck are we playing up here? This sucks. Oh. So there's no juice. There's no energy. Nothing. There's no excitement. So I'm right. going to give FSU a pass. They're going to Clemson. Different story. They walk into that building. It's going to be hopping. Oh, it's going to be crazy. It'll be hopping. Dabo running down that hill. Yeah, it'll be hopping. That'll be, yeah. I'm, that'll I'm be totally energy. out on Dabo. I am completely out on Dabo out. Sweeney. Done. I, I, I think in the, in the uh, NIL world, I like well, the lines way. going up. I mean, it's, it's, it's two, two and a half in a lot of yeah. places. It's going to go. Well, wow. Circa went back down to two. Oh, good. Wow. I would be surprised. I thought it was going to three. Good. To go get, get the club. Okay. That's but, good. Wow. Hmm. Two and a half. I'll have to take it soon. I like Florida State to win that game. This ruins the uh the ACC argument if Clemson beats them. Oh, it's gonna tough. mess it all no, up. It puts and Duke and put North Carolina right in the puts, driver's seat. No, Duke, not North Carolina, puts Duke in the driver's seat. 
Duke plays Florida State. Duke's laying 22 at UConn this week. Yeah, Duke Duke beat Clemson. And Duke beats Clemson. Clemson beats Florida State. Duke beats Florida State. Duke's your team. North Carolina's only laying seven or seven and a half at Pitt this week. I was going to put that in there just to get your thought, but we'll do that later in the week because I want to watch that line a little bit. That's a tricky line, seven and a half. Pitt after the loss to West Virginia in the backyard brawl. They don't throw the ball. <laughs> it's weird, right? North Carolina does. <laughs> I can't. You- I, this is going to be one of those games that I think it's just a matter of time before North Carolina covers. They win by double digits. I I don't know what I'm missing. I watched the entire West Virginia Pitt game. They're not good. Pitt's offense is bad. I agree. You play North Carolina, laying points on a rug, but we'll yeah. talk. Well, I got to make sure I'm not missing nothing. We'll get the doctor's plays. Him and Nikki DeBlade with the ACC. Good. Been pretty good with that in years past, so we'll ask them. Penn State laying 14 and a half. <laughs> Total's total? 40. That's just, just, what's that tell you? Total 40. What are we doing? Why? 28-3 Penn State? Whiteout game? I would, t- I would team total under. What's it going to be? Six and a half? We get burned on a one, last second on a one play no. touchdown like last like, like last week with Western no. Michigan. Twenty eight fourteen is forty two, right? Be thirteen and a half. It'll be thirteen and a half. I think I think Iowa would score thirteen and a half. I bet the I think I might bet over on that. That's what I'm saying. It's got that's the number. We'll see what it comes out. If you guys in the chat have a book that has it up, I'm curious what it is. I didn't look. Um, I, I I can't get it out of my mind. I've seen so many ugly Penn State Iowa games. I think under, but again, under forty? No way! No, no? way! No way! Uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm going nowhere near that total at forty. No, I I would only way I'd bet it is over. I would not bet under thirty that. to ten because Penn State's got the potential to score thirty points in Iowa. Do they? If I was turning the football over, Penn State had what five turnovers last week? They caused four in the yeah. first half. Yeah, Illinois is no good though. And Iowa's offense is. I don't know if they turn the ball over as many times. Oh, They're really good at punting. Ball. <laughs> yes, they are. They play that field position game. They're happy doing it. They are. <laughs> I don't know. I could see Iowa State holding Penn State below their team total. Like, Iowa. I, I, you sorry, Iowa, confused sorry. The two sorry I always I always say that. Penn State, Iowa, it gets a lot of confusion. But I can see Iowa holding Penn State below their team total. Did you speaking of Iowa State, did you see that line? Against Oklahoma State? Iowa State's favored. Against Oki State. <laughs> favored. Yeah. I think it's how bad Oklahoma State is. Well, really? Yeah. 356. They've played, they've played Iowa pretty. State is minus four points at one place and three and a half everywhere else. The total the in that game is 36. Yeah. It's, oh. more of, it's more of an Oklahoma State <laughs> indictment than it is Iowa State. Man, oh man, that's bad, bad. If you're a dog three and a half points to Iowa State who cannot score, the total's 36 and yeah, a half. They lost to South Alabama 33 7 last week. Okie State. Yeah, at home. <laughs> That's how bad Oklahoma State is. Damn, I was going to advocate for a play on them. I might not now. No, I would Ooh. not. I would not advocate at Jack Cross Stadium. I would not advocate coming off of a loss. I saw the number. Somebody in Iowa tweeted it. Maybe Bromwell Camp can go find it. It's basically like Matt Campbell's record against Oklahoma State 
off of a loss is like five and or something. And like, like they just, they, he owns Oklahoma state. Oh, so that's right. why, that's yeah, why so it's that over, thing. it's all over right. a field goal. I, I wouldn't, I would not take Oklahoma state okay. on that. So, all right, we'll get to some more football yep. uh, later in the week. Uh, the Rays have announced plans for a brand new stadium. Is this real or is this like the stadium here? Like nope, it might that's, be, real. Not be. that's it right there. That looks damn nice, sir. 30,000 seat facility. 30. That's it. Yep. It's just like here. It looks like major league baseball has finally figured this out that like, you can't go crazy. You can't $6.5 billion development. It includes affordable housing, retail bars and restaurants and a black history museum. Oh, what's, uh, what's with the housing at the ballpark? What's a live at the ballpark? Kids do. Do they? Yep. I think it's a smart move, especially given what they're, it's a full on development. It's over 86 acres. It's not small. It's going to be huge. Oh, that's nice then. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. A, it's enormous. It's a huge, huge, huge plot that they're going to go ahead and develop. 30,000 seat ballpark. Uh, and it looks like it's done, that they're going to do it. So no more talk about moving to, to Nashville or moving to oh. Montreal or whatever else. They're going to be locked into playing in St. Pete, which I mean, it's Tampa, St. Pete. It's not Tampa per se, but uh, they're pretty excited about, about this. We'll see. It's I think new ballparks always do well. Fans always want to go check it out. The Rays have been good, so they should fill it up. Yeah. And it's going to put, that line that everybody from Tampa always tells me I would go if it wasn't for where the ballpark or what the ballpark was like. So now you're putting that to the test. Is Tampa a baseball market? Yes or no. We're going to find out. If it gets easier to get in and out of. Okay. You can't ever say it's the team. The team's been competitive for like two decades. decades. Yeah, really good, really competitive. Um, how, how much did you say that was going to cost to build? I think six billion. What did I say? Six billion. Um, the what final price final price tag will be six point five billion. Who in the hell is paying for that? Everybody. It's a full on public private combination. Really. Damn, son. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. For baseball. Yeah, the trop the, the, the trop was 138 million in 1990 when they built it. Was it was what? $138 million for the ballpark for the tropic for Tropicana Field. The new ballpark will cost oh. itself 1.3 billion, roughly half of that coming from the Rays half from the city and county governments. Hmm. So Structure they will half have, of, they got 650 million. That's half of good. 1.3, it's right? It's rate or good. From the raised. Uh, they don't have enough money to pay the team. That's in that's hot Florida. There will be low profile with doors and windows on the side that can open for fresh air during the cooler months of Florida. So it'll still be a dome because of the rain that pops up. Right. The, but it will still have, but they're trying to do it like SoFi Stadium where it's open air. There's a dome, but it's open air as well. So <laughs> check your wind gusts when that ballpark gets built for overs. Uh, they better have a lot of escalators, elevators, and ramps for the geriatrics. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's fair. You're rolling today, brother. I He's, love it. It's, it's true. Best. 
Uh, so we, we told you if I bet on Wainwright to do bad last night, you did it. Well, and I did it. I got him to 200. I got Wainwright to number 200. It's finally done. Now shut it down. <laughs> stop this. <laughs> stop it. Just done. He pitched the gem yesterday. He did. Ooh. Do nothing win. Yep. <laughs> As I said, bet on him to fade, bet the over. And it was a, a dominant performance by Wainwright to get number 200. Stood up there like for an hour, like tipping the cap. Like he won right. the World Series or something. It was unbelievable. Like they are showering that guy with praise. But if you bet it, congratulations. You were with us yesterday. I right. that's one. I took one on the chin for you guys. So you guys can go ahead and win. Okay. Let's talk about this mm. major league baseball bracket betting strategies. Yes. Put this up. This is yes. as of today. Okay. So if you're re-watching this three days later or listening to this later, this is today because today is uh, Tuesday, September 19th. Yeah. It's going to change dramatically. Yes, but it is. Let's put this up. Yes. This is the bracket as of right now. Oh, look at you. You did good with these graphics. Look at okay. you. This is this is the bracket. All right. I like this. One seeds, Baltimore, Atlanta. Two seeds, Houston and the Dodgers. Yes. The thing that you pointed out last night to me, which is really interesting. The three seed plays the six seed. Now, you might go, well, what do you mean, Matt? The three seed is a divisional winner. Correct. Tw- today it's the twins and the brewers. That will probably that will pretty much stay. Yes. The six seed is the worst wildcard team. Correct. You would think that the worst team, the worst divisional team would play the best wildcard team, but because of who comes in the second round, right. they want to have one V four, two V two V three. Right. So they can't do that. Right. So you have the Milwaukee Brewers who today would play up against the Chicago Cubs, mm-hmm. the Milwaukee Brewers today at bet MGM 25 to one to win the world series. Okay. Now you can talk. bet the Milwaukee Brewers. I've had, I did this on the juice last night and so many of you guys were confused. I told you on the juice that Dave and I walked through this last night. I gave it out. We're going to walk through it right now. Hopefully answer any questions. You can super chat it as well. If you yep. don't understand what we're talking about. I said, bet the Brewers at 25 to one, mm-hmm. their first round series up against today would be Chicago. It, it could be Cincinnati. It could be the Marlins. It could be the giants. We'll see who they wind up playing, but they're going to be favored in that series, three game series. They're going to have the pitching advantage against anyone they face. So if you take a one unit play at 25 to one, if so we're playing with 25 units, okay, that's our nut. If they win, it's 25 units. Win the world series. Win the world series. Yes. You can bet the Cubs or whomever at plus money to win that first series. Correct. Three games. One unit, three game series. Say it's plus 120, plus 130. Okay. So it's now we have a one unit play on the Cubs to win the series or the Brewers to advance. The Cubs win, you win a half, you win 0.3. Okay. You're profitable. Right. Next round, Brewers win. Now we're dealing, we've made one unit bets. Now it's 24 units we're playing with. Right. Dodgers. What's that line? 150, 160? Probably. Okay. Bet the Dodgers for however much you want to cut into Might the potential win. Higher, depending okay, on. say it's two dollars. Okay, that's so say you want to bet. Top. Okay, say it's two dollars. Yeah. You want to bet two units to win one, so you bet four units to win two. Okay, to double it up. Okay, so now you bet four. So now you're down. If the Dodgers win, you've won a unit. If the Dodgers lose, you've cut in now. Now you've bet five units. Now you're down to twenty to one. You're twenty to one going into the NLCS right. against. Whoever Braves probably right. 
You're going to get a, that's a better price. 20 to one is not what the odds. What do you think the Brewers Braves NLCS price would be? Seven game series. 80, 180? Plus 180, yeah. It'd probably lay two to one, so yes. Okay, so it's $2. You then could come back and bet it again if you want to chew into your all the way till you get to the World Series. You could lay 10 units to then turn around and win 15. So I love this. I did this last night. This is what I'm going to do. Right. And look, if you, in the first round, if if you lose, if the Cubs win, okay, you win 0.3 units and away we go. We're done. Right. But you might have a chance to ride the Brewers. And the reason why we're talking about the Brewers, Brewers are top five in opposing, number one, opposing batting average, top five in ERA, top six in in, in, in most um, in quality starts. They are top five in ERA. They've got three starting pitchers and a bullpen. You might go, well, they can't hit. Yeah, but in the playoffs, what normally wins? Right. So... Someone said they bet it a week. Chris Chris Covey said I bet it a week ago. Nice job. I I love this. I mean, we 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 did on the phone last night. You and I did this, and I was like, I love this. This gives me something to really follow here. And you might go, it's the Brewers. Yeah, but they're the most undervalued team in the market, and we know they're in. You could take a shot with one of these other teams at the bottom to try to get the two or the three wild card. Right now, we don't know who it is, so you could make speculative prices. Um, Prezano came in and said he got a 50% boost from MGM. So he got the Brewers 25 to one boosted to 37, 50. Beautiful. So he got even more to work with. Um, you know, and then the other aspect of it is crunchy came in and said, bet the hedge later in the immortal words of Bill Parcells. I don't buy green bananas. That's fine. That's fine too. You like can, I, I'm not, not for everybody. You don't have to, yeah, you don't yeah. have to do this. Right. But this is just working off of a ticket price that you have. So I mean, I'm not recommending bet hundred dollars, but if you bet hundred dollars on it, you can start. You can see the math. So yeah. it's a hundred to win twenty five hundred dollars. So right. you're just sort of working your way through. Where if you play it out correctly, you could have a no sweat bet in the World Series. You could have either I win. 10 units or I win 12 units. It depends upon how you play it out right. and how the prices are there. But when you yep. have a chance in, in Milwaukee's live to the make the option, NLCS. The other option too is that if you don't want to do all that, okay, you could bet, you can make the bet on Milwaukee and wait until the decider game against them. Okay. So say you split the first two games, Milwaukee and the Cubs, you just bet the Cubs in game three. You know, so you get the plus price. It's but doesn't thing. the game three price go revert back to the pre? It's close. Price? It's close. Yes, it, it's close. So the, it depends, though, with the pitchers and stuff. But you could just bet the eliminator game. So then the Brewers survive and they play the Dodgers in the second. But what round. if the Cubs win the first game? Then they're not going to be plus in. the rest you of the way. They're going to be laying game. juice. Uh, it depends. They got game two and three at, at Milwaukee. They might be pick them depending okay. on the pitching. I'm, I'm just saying, like you won't. I don't think you're gonna get as good. You talk, if you wait for the eliminary game, the eliminary game could be the Cubs to eliminate the Brewers in two games. It could be. So that's but my. You, be you my don't fear. have to make. You don't have to make the, the other hedge bet that way. Like you don't. You could do it the series. You could do it the eliminator game. Okay. Say the Milwaukee wins the first series against the Cubs. They play the Dodgers. They get down. Two games to one. 
to the Dodgers. You just bet the Dodgers in game four, you know, to cover the bet. And you're you're not losing. You're 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 limiting risk. That's that's what that is. You're not making the big score. You're not sitting there with a ticket, rooting it all the no. way home. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. I and mean, you can do that fun. if you want. But again, yeah. because of this bracket, the way that it's structured now, because of how this is being you can do the same philosophy with the other teams. You could do it with yes. the twins. The twins, this logic applies to the twins as well. I just don't think the twins are live against the Houston Astros. Right. I, I think I think the Brewers are live against the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers are in real trouble in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, you watched the the, the game last night. Chris was texting with with me. I think the, the one with all three of us. The bullpens for some of these teams are are scary. Like Houston's going to be the two seed, but they don't feel like they have a solid bullpen to protect leads. And Baltimore exposed them again yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the one thing for sure. Tampa and Baltimore are the best bullpens in American League. They're on the same side of the bracket. Right. Only one of them can just get to the yeah. ALCS. Yeah. So someone else has to. So there's there's definitely things that are there possible mm. to do with the baseball. For you guys who are listening and watching on Sports Grid and Sirius XM, thank you for being here. If you ever want to watch more of the show, bonus time hits you on the other side if you're watching it live or when you go back and watch the replay on YouTube and or on Twitter. You guys can go and check it out. For you guys who are live, it is time for bonus time. All right, we're going to run through some baseball here. Let's do it. Cubs, Pirates. Five game losing streak on the road on the on the line here for the Cubs. They got to win this game, don't they? Yeah, you see the line? It's minus one seventy, right? Nine and one. The Cubs are nine and one in the ten games they've played this year. The Cubs have beat the Pirates nine out of the ten games. Okay, too low? No, too high. The Cubs are playing their worst baseball this season right now. Agreed. Like, and the Pirates coming off. Uh, Nice win Sunday against the Yankees. I still have the have the Pirates named a pitcher yet. No, undecided plus no. money. It's ridiculous. Makes it tough to do the picks when you got to have the uh, <laughs> for the videos. Like I text the guy, they're like, "Where's the picks?" I'm like, "Do you know who's pitching?" No, who's pitching? Let me. All right, let me just do the picks then. So. Right. <laughs> uh, it's it's like tough. They say, it's, it's just, just the picks. You don't give a shit about anything. Yeah, that's it's they, the fucking they picks. Really don't. It? It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> just it's, the picks. It's amazing. I called it that. Just the picks. It, give me the like, picks. It, I don't care. I don't care any reason why. Yeah, but there's no, no sunny pitcher. It doesn't matter. Doesn't give me the pick. There's no props either. Can you come up with one? I'm like, I could, but, but. I don't know what the number's going to be on their app. I can right. tell you what I would make it. You know, if you want to build the graphic that way. Um, <laughs> this is a bet against the Cubs. Until they win this week, this this the this could determine in or out for the Cubs. <laughs> they win tonight. They win to sweep the series. Maybe. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we have a, a super chat that I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. That's oh, great. It's good, it's good. We'll do that in a little bit. That's phenomenal. Perfect. Okay. So you like the Cubs tonight? Going against no, every f- not at that oh. price. Hell no, I don't like right. the Cubs tonight. No, 
Philly at Atlanta minus two twenty total is nine. How do you feel about the first five under? This was the bet I almost made looking at the pitchers. I wanted to bet over the first five, but then I go, I was like, okay, it's I, I can't do it with the pitchers. I mean, it's one thing. There's been Philly's hat. Hold on, where's my Philly's hat? It's right here. I feel like this is going to be a low scoring game. Do you really? Yeah, I, I'm right. See, it's, I, it's, I like Philly and over. It's hard to say that. It's hard. To, it's hard to. I like Philly and over. It's only because on the road, Sanchez is really good. I know. That's why I like Philly. I can't believe this Strider price. I mean, because Sanchez, so Sanchez has a 1.29 ERA good. on the road. That's what 1.29. I'm Opposing batting average of 167. He's not very good at home. He's great on the road. And then you've got Strider. Yeah, this is one of those classics where you see the names and you look at the numbers and you go, oh, yeah, this is an under. People bet under, 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 under. Game's over, over in fourth inning. <laughs> yeah. September baseball. Didn't Sometimes bet it. it's bet the opposite of what the yeah. numbers say. Sometimes it's, it's bet what the numbers say. Other times like this, uh-uh. Mm, I'm not betting it. Gallon Did you see home. the home run that Schwarber hit yesterday, by the way? No. Hit a ball 489 feet. Ooh. In Atlanta, it – Looked like it Goes. was going to go like to Athens. Like it was, a, it was so. Do you know was, which direction Athens is from Atlanta? No, I just thought it was shitty there. I really did. I don't know. I have no idea. I knew you didn't. That's why I asked. Yeah, I had no idea. No. I've never been there. I want to go there. It's gorgeous. It's great. It's really fun. Yeah, I want to go. It's a fun town. Good downtown. Good, good stadium between the hedges. Yeah. Gallon against the Giants aren't listening a starter either, so I don't know, but. Back Arizona at home. It's a huge game tonight. Might be the game of the night. Cobb popped in to, to my thing here. Cobb is pitching. Okay. That's that's what it says. Gallon versus Cobb. Oh, I like Gallon a Good lot. Good pitching matchup, right? What's what's the number? It's only 145. Mm, take Arizona. Like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just some. Literally, they just moved it to 150. Somebody oh. watching the show right now. Oh, yeah. Seriously. I like, I like Gallon. I like Arizona. All right. I do too. Yeah. Under? Maybe, but I, I like the, the D-backs need to protect their home home field. And when it's Gallon, they have to win every start the rest of the way for him. So only got two more. Yeah, you got right. you just, you, just you got you. He might only have. No, I think they'll get him two more if they need to. He's what? Is he 17 and two now? Is that his record? Uh, hold on. He is. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. No, no, no. 15 and eight. What, what did I see last oh, night? Holy. Oh, 11 and two. Sorry. He's 11 and two at home. It's a good price. Two point going up. If you guys are life, you like Arizona, you better bet it now. I've been watching the board; it's going up. Yeah, eleven and two at home. Two point one eight ERAs at one hundred and seven Ks at home this season. Uh, two twenty opposing batting average. Only six home runs in ninety innings worth of work. Only twenty two earned runs in ninety innings worth of work at home. Last start at home uh, for Gallon. He gave five actually to the Baltimore Orioles. Eight five loss. Um, but before that, against Texas, six innings, one earned run. Against San Diego, six innings, no earned runs. Uh, against St. Louis, he actually got hit pretty hard, but that was before the All-Star break. That was a while mm. ago. So, pitched on the road a lot. Hasn't pitched many, very, very many home games since the All-Star break. Wow. Been on the road a ton. One, two, three, four, five, six starts of his last nine. Been on the road. Right. So, just get some home cooking tonight. Uh, one more before before better to book it. Yep. I found this study from our friend Steve Ruddick. This is unbelievable. About they did a pool, they did a poll and they okay. found out why people are 
deciding to not use their sports betting apps. This is from the actual survey. They found out that a dislike of the app, 32% people will stop using it. And then if they feel the app is unlucky, one in four says when they stop using an app, they will stop using it because they feel like the app is unlucky. People wonder why the sports books. You're surprised by this? This is how people, you wonder why sports books make money. You stop using an app because it's quote unlucky. Of course. The fuck is wrong with you? Are you serious? Sense. Are you serious? Oh, I can't bet that. That's an unlucky app. Oh, is the number the same? Oh, yeah. Is the number better? Sometimes, but I can't bet it because it's unlucky. People, will you please stop it? This is like people who like, you know, you're, you're not washing your underwear because you're on a streak or something. Like, just stop this nonsense. You've never done that? I've never done that. I, oh. I don't believe in this crap. Oh, it doesn't matter. It just makes you feel better. You know, I'm not betting with XYZ app because it's unlucky. Really? You close an app and stop using it because it's unlucky? Oh, I never went on that uh, that app, so I just don't can't you, use it. Don't, do you don't have a book that you give the losers to? No. Oh my. Yeah. There's there's this is a real thing. There's there's they they give the if the price is the same and they don't really like that side, but they want to bet it, they give them the losers. Oh yeah. I used to say it all the time to these guys, they give me the losers. Why do you keep giving it to them? And they'd be like, What well, I get bigger comps over there? Well, that's fine. But you could give me the losers oh, too sometimes. They lose on purpose? Ah, uh, lose on purpose. It's actually that's not a bet. That's you're betting the other side, but you're you're betting the other side to lose on purpose. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about people who are canceling their app because they think the bet they're making is losing because of luck. They win more right when they bet on another app. So that's the lucky app. This is the unlucky app. Listen, people used to stop coming into the M and go to the South Point because they couldn't win at the M. <sighs> Happened all the time. Never thought about looking in the mirror, huh? Happened to be the M. Can't just look in the mirror. <laughs> it was, I mean, I used to say it all the time. Holy I'm going to the shit. South Point. Now. Or they'd come from the South Point. Say, I can't win over there. I want to come here. Great. All right. Opening account. Let's go. Listen, I put on it. I put on it on your tweet underneath. Some people switch the app because of the font. 32%. Like the font. 32%, 32%. More people do that than they do for the lucky the, the app. Right. They dislike it for whatever reason. Dislike the look of it. They stop using it. Sometimes it just doesn't flow right for your eyes. Sometimes the menus and stuff is too hard to find. The prices is the prices. Like that's the ultimate thing. Like suffer through whatever it is that's bothering you. If you can get the right prices, you got to have all the apps. Go bet in person if you can. I mean, if you don't like the way the app looks, but the price is the price. That's all that matters. Well, listen, sometimes guys would stop or girls would stop coming into a book because of people behind the counter too. I can't win at that place or I can't stand those writers. I can't stand the smoke. I can't stand this. They wouldn't come in. That's always not the, that's not always the answer too. people are very superstitious. I told you this. You don't believe it. I know they are. They're also morons. Sorry. <laughs> so like, it's, it's it's, I'm just sorry. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, super, <laughs> if, you, if, if you're canceling an app, because I'm sorry, if I, that's, I, I feel that way. If you get rid of an app because you think the app's unlucky, you got to get your head checked. Okay. So a lot of, I get superstitions. I understand why, you know, you're on heaters, you're on this, you're on that. You're feeling good. I understand all that. I get it. I do that from time to time. 
never canceling an applicant an app because I feel like I can't win there because of luck. <laughs> operator error, people. It's operator error. Better to book it for today. Just two games to give you. Over nine, Houston, Baltimore. Every game so far, the four that have been played between these two teams have gone over. The numbers are the following for this. Uh, Orioles overall are 76, 62, and 11 to the over this year. On the road, they're 42, 27, and five, one of the best in baseball. Houston overall, 78, 69, and nine to the over. At home, they're 41, 33, and one to the over. Gibson, four earned and three earned last two times he started. 474 road ERA Brown going for Houston, a 5.60 ERA at home. It's a good play. I like it over Houston and Baltimore. Bet it. Okay. Bet it under eight Miami in the Mets. Yeah. Lucchese, Lucchese, Lucu, whatever the heck you say his name. Yeah. 241 ERA on the road. 250 opposing batting average. Garrett's not been great at home, but he's been good recently at home. With a four two four eight two ERA, I like under in this game. Miami is not hitting at the moment. Two to one loss to the Mets yesterday. Uh, let me check. How was it to talk? I didn't look at this up. Uh, let me see what they sent me today because I asked the kid. It says. Joey Lucchese beat the Diamondbacks 7-1 on Wednesday's first start after being called up from the minors to join the rotation. He's allowed He allowed one unearned run in seven innings. He's going to remain in a six-man rotation through the end of the season. Braxton Garrett is 4-3 with a 2.36 ERA in his last nine starts. Uh, Garrett, who's 149 and two-thirds innings, are easily a career high, could be on a pitch count limit down the stretch. He's topped 90 pitches in just seven of his 28 starts this year. First five under? How about that? You can. You like game under. I bet the game, but you can do first five under. I think you could do both. Low scoring game again. So I like this one too. Two for two. Tuesday baseball bets. Look at you. Got to be nothing else to bet. Super chat questions. Uh, Steel meat curtains is the new nickname that Dave Daly Picks wants to put out for the Steelers. Uh, Chris Covey said the Steelers win and the line next week moves against them. Why? Injury. To yeah, I, I think so. Uh, it's been one of those things that like I've used in a contest a lot of times for years. The team that wins Monday night, especially the way they win, not that it was a Flugazi win. No, don't get me wrong. Steelers win. But they didn't look like we talked about it. Go back and watch the show. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And do me a favor, guys. If you're still here in the chat or in watching the show, go leave a comment on the YouTube after the show. Okay. See if we can get 20 comments. That's the over-under. That's what we set the line for today. I just want to see if that well, – I was told that affects the way the number of things get viewed. So if you could go back and leave your favorite game of the week – that you are looking forward to on Saturday. Mm-hmm. 20 of you, go leave a college football game in there in the comment section after Ooh. the show. I'd appreciate it. See Ooh. what happens. Okay. Nice. Um, this is, it's a classic play. The bad guys are coming on, on, the, on the Raiders, and I can't say they're wrong. 
Wow. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm debating what I got to give out for the, for the, for the game on the better. You're going to take the Raiders in Vegas, enemy territory Steelers coming in. You're taking the L the Las Vegas Raiders. Woo, baby. It's, I want to see that on the better show. It's annoying <laughs> as could be. I, I was, I was driving home from the doctor and I was like, the line's one. Like I would make, I would make Raiders one. Cause I need to know where they're going to take the Steelers. Okay. I just clicked refresh and the lines one and a half Raiders everywhere. Raiders wow. are favorite of every joint. This is the Tuesday morning move. I already know. I mean, I just that they're going to bet them. Now they're going to push it to here and then they're going to come back the other way, depending on, you know, this is a speculative play. Mika's not going to play. If you don't play. How's that affect the defense? Blah, 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 blah. And the Raiders look like absolute dog shit. This is, I've seen this in the NFL too long. Don't make me do it. I'm going to, I'm going to have to pick the total. I'm going to, cause I don't, I don't want to go on a better show and pick. I really don't. I don't, but I, 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 I it's Tuesday and I like the Raiders. Sorry. Uh, Dave's daily picks asks Dave, do you know what furries are? <laughs> furries. I don't. Should I? What are furs? What are you doing? You're done? Uh-oh. You're doing that thing again where you're past, <laughs> your, your face is getting red? You don't know what furries are? Honestly. Um, furries, are, <laughs> furries are uh, when adults of consenting age dress up as, as teddy bears and fornicate. <laughs> Hold on. This is a thing? It's very much a thing exposed by entourage back in the, uh, I don't know what year that was. And that came out, but I did not know what a furry was either until entourage may put that in my world. Yes. That, um, some people have a certain type of fetish that would be, um, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> dress up as bunnies. They, they, they dress up as beavers. They dress up as, you know, really <laughs> animals with fur basically. Who yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's that's unbelievable. I I'm gonna ask my wife. Oh really? So, oh no, not to do it, not to do it. You sick mother! No, I'm gonna ask her if she ever heard of this. Never heard of this. Never heard of this. No, this is why um, we show. I got learn stuff every day. No, Dave's daily picks. I did not know what it was. Urban Dictionary at Dave. Oh, that might be the definition tomorrow. Dave, just, Dave, Dave's daily pick just came in again and gave us another two dollars, and I'm crying. <laughs> it's like mascot on mascot action. <laughs> oh, oh boy! How about that? Oh my god! What? There's a convention in Pittsburgh. There's a what? furry convention in. Pittsburgh. No, there's not. You're making that up. Auto, Rosado, Dave. There's a convention of it here in Pittsburgh. Are you serious? Oh, that's awesome. Auto, we need boots on the ground. You got to no, take we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> I just want to see what costumes they pick. Why? I'm curious. The, the entry points, the entry points alone. We have waters. We have uh, to know all of this stuff. Please, no. I can't that's say. what I'm saying. You got to know this stuff. No, I don't. I don't want to know that. You do. <laughs> I don't want to know that. Nope. Part of that. Nope. That I didn't know. Now I got it. Now I was gonna go. It's take called a, a furry fest. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it really? 
Is it really? It's called a fur vest. No it's way. called a vest. That's awesome. What the fuck is going on right now? I'm <laughs> I just can't believe it. If Otto goes and covers the furry fest, I'll, I'll, I don't know what I'll do. That'll be the greatest thing ever. I want to go and stand outside. <laughs> Interview? Hi? What do you say? <laughs> which which is more comfortable? <laughs> what are you which head at? Which head do you like best? Like, what do you do? I didn't like, even go there. You had to go there. I don't even know. That's it. I don't even, oh, that's even answer. <laughs> Thanks, Entourage. You put that into my life. Not, I know I know what a furry is. Uh, and then finally, uh, Crunchy Beaver. In my opinion, the problem with having too many future bets is that it clouds your vision of the here and now. I don't like hedging, but sometimes I'll do the last leg of a parlay to break even, and that's it. That's fine. That's legit. Listen, it's not for everybody. Yeah, I love it, though. I don't think it clouds my vision. I I, I like to know that I can be aggressive. I, I, I like that's when I, I take shots. Like if I know I'm in, you know, okay, I'm going to win five units on this, on this future. I'll be more aggressive. Now, sometimes I burn my, I burn my profit by doing it, but I'd rather bet with their money than my money. Yes. So I'm betting with the house money. I'd rather do that. So that's my take on that. So good stuff, guys. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? Well, it was going to be that I was going to take a nap after this. (laughs) Dream roll first. Now I'm not because I got to go do some research on Furry Fest. No, you don't. Apparently, no, Furry Fest was back in July in Pittsburgh. Oh, no, it was this year? It already happened. Wow. Can you imagine how do Pittsburgh you tell in July? If, do you, it was, if it was hot, it was a sweaty Furry Fest. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell's going on? No, this is great. Uh, this is, again, this is the oh, show. My favorite thing about today was that I went to the doctor this morning, and I did some tests and some other things because of the you know, every, I guess every year now or every six months are going to check on me, my wife, make sure that I go to these appointments. People in the medical professional field, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing what you do, how you do it. When you get a good one, you keep them, you refer people to them. Mm. But at the end of the thing, of course, you know, he's like, hey, you know, is everything going good with the show and this and that? Oh, I nice. said, yeah. And he goes, who do you like in the game this weekend? Steelers and the Raiders game. And I'm just like, everybody got action. It's hilarious. I said, I think, I think I like the Raiders. He's like, really? Aren't you from Pittsburgh? I'm like, yeah, I am. But I think I like the Raiders. I said, I'll let you know, doc. Thanks again. And then I go to the desk to sign up, you know, to get my test that I got to get done all the stuff scheduled. And she goes, we're going to do your follow-up appointment. And I said, perfect. When, how long do you think? It takes like, like, when do you think is it a reasonable amount of time to do a follow-up appointment? It's just a brain guy. Um, is it urgent or not urgent? No, I mean, we're going to see he's scheduling these tests. So I'm going to do the tests and then barring any, I mean, if, if it's not fine. urgent, it could be two months from now. How about nine, nine months? Soon as we can get you in is June. Four. I said, June. Whoa. You know, it's September. She's like, well, yeah, but, you know, it's it's really busy and stuff. And I said, really busy. June. I, I I giggled and I was like, she's like, do you want the appointment or not? I said, I guess I got to take it. Right. <laughs> but No. What if I say no? Then it ain't till 2026. Right. Like, who Damn. knows? But I was stunned and I was like. Okay, and I just giggled and smiled. Whereas the days in the past, I would have got upset or whatever. Right. I'm not getting upset, but 
in June. And I, I, I Damn. said, this is, this is, I would only hope that people will schedule to listen to you talk about something. Nine months out is the next availability. That's going to be the problem when we do the roadshow. Can you imagine? It's going to be the problem. We're going to have to schedule out roadshows. We're going to have to plan it out six months in advance. Yeah. Um, you might want to put your listening glasses on for this because I, I have to I have to read this because it's my favorite, my favorite thing about today by far. Is it is it furry involved? Not furry involved. No. Oh, all right. Uh, it has to do with the hat that I'm wearing. Okay. What we were trying to do is we were trying to be able to get a completion to where we kicked the field goal beforehand with the opportunity to be able to, if we hit, if we had hit that deep in breaking route, it really would have worked out the way we wanted it to. We were trying to kick a field goal once we got into field goal position, but then to be able to kick an onside kick and to give ourselves an opportunity, well, a real opportunity to win the game. By the time it got down to it, I didn't anticipate that in cut that we hit Puka running that long and just, all right, just go ahead and kick the field goal. Felt like it was an opportunity to not leave Matthew susceptible to an unnecessary heave at the end zone and get an opportunity for a field goal operation. The initial goal was to try to get a two for one to where you end up getting a field goal right. a little bit earlier with some of the play selections. And then we had an ultimately be able to try to have an onside kick to then to be able to try to compete to tie or win the game. Apparently artists told me there's a lot of people in Vegas pissed off about that decision. I clearly was not aware of that stuff. Sean McVeigh today <laughs> talking at the podium about his decision. <laughs> to kick the field goal. An absolute complete word salad that leaves out the fact that with 18 seconds left, he could have kicked a fucking field goal and kicked an onside kick. He talked himself into a lie. <laughs> My favorite thing about today is Sean McVay should have said nothing today about this. But that, this, was, that was today? That was today. <laughs> it was a complete and utter word salad nonsense about the decision, which, by the way, he said nothing about the point differential, which was one way people were explaining, which is the seventh tiebreaker, Seven. by the way. Yes. Nothing to do with that. And then closing it out by saying, I guess some people in Vegas are pissed off. He could have kicked a field goal with 18 seconds left to save himself the opportunity to score onside kick, get the ball back, but he didn't do that. So I don't understand still what Sean McVay did at the so end of that game. Even, even if he goes like, and he has 24 hours to think about it because it's Tuesday. <laughs> he could have just said we were going to kick a field goal and then we, we fucked up and we yeah, did I'll another sorry, play. I, sorry, I, I guess that was yesterday afternoon. Sorry. It was Monday afternoon. Sorry. It was, oh, not, it was okay. like today. It was Monday uh, afternoon. That well, either out. way, that was a. Uh, I love. <laughs> I've never heard that expression, "word salad." Again, I stole it from Tyler. That's Tyler Betsmart. That that that's Tyler's line. Thank you, Tyler. Right. I love it because that's exactly what it was. But there's no <laughs> dressing on there. It's loaded with <laughs> onions and croutons and mushrooms and all that other shit that you pick off. Because I, my head started to hurt about after the third sentence, and you read it so well that there was no pause. <laughs> There was no paragraph break. I just don't understand. Like, just say I fucked up or I kicked the field goal. Like I just, I just kicked it. So well, I, no, I, I just, they I, were going to kick the field goal. And then they said, we'll run one more play. And he ran whatever he said, the in route, the Puka and all that other stuff. And it clock kept running. Okay. So now they're like, I guess so oh, quick down the ball. How much oh, time do you need to, to kick an onside kick and have an, have a, have a Hail Mary? That's what you would, you would have needed to have done. 
Yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense. The whole thing doesn't make he's just talking and talking into more and more, making more questions and more problems for himself and more issues. And then to close it out by saying, I guess people in Vegas are pissed off at this is like, oh, my God, you actually said that quiet part out loud. Okay. (laughs) Sure, because people are using this as like an excuse saying, oh, he clearly didn't have any idea. The answer doesn't make any sense. It just he's talking himself into circles, trying to excuse something that we still don't know why he did it, because the answer he's giving is we wanted to kick onside kick and then get the ball back. Hail Mary. Now he's saying, well, that in cut, he could have kicked it before to save time if he wanted to. He chose what not exactly to. is it in cut that, you know, square in. Oh, a square in like he, he could have done it. He could have kicked the field goal if he was trying. If that was the plan of the philosophy. He could have done it. He just ran the clock out and kicked a field goal. Like it just doesn't make any, the whole thing. It doesn't make any sense. My favorite thing about today is that entire answer for Sean McVay. Just, he talked himself into a complete whirlwind of like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> like he didn't need to do that. Just leave it alone. Just say it's the end of the game. Okay. Whatever. Goodbye. I think everybody should get that tattoo that you have on your arm. <laughs> And then they ask you a question and then they go, no, nope, you at, know what? I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. We're going to walk right. away from it. So right. uh, for you guys who are, who are watching right now, thank you for staying for two over two hours. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you listening, watching, being a part of the brigade. It's absolutely awesome. We should have some cool news coming down the pike. We're working on a bunch of stuff for you guys. Hopefully, I know you guys want hats. We're figuring it. We're trying to figure it out. Trying to work on it, trying to get that done for you guys. So stay too, tuned for that road trip show too. Working on that as well for a road trip show. Dave, Matt, back tomorrow. A lot of football to be broken down on a Wednesdays. BVB.